morning. <laughs> Good afternoon. Good evening. everybody welcome into the show my name is ultimate djs welcome in to the wednesday edition of talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast get your information here we got a lot to give let's find out who is here to learn tonight and do the talking trek server sound off you guys hit it let's see who's hanging out data systems technical chief on 27 what's up the bear on 15 how you doing tequila european server 163 truck and check on 26 zakara on European 136, welcome in to the show, Blue Mandalorian, Server 8, Metal 66, also on Server 8, K-Horn on Server 8, Rexnar on Server 8, Server 8 representing tonight, what's up, Jerry Ryan on 146, Ukar on 17, Jace on 44, Punch My Clown on 36, Devil's Advocate on 20, welcome into the show, Scruples on Server 45, appreciate you being here, Steven Zarin, European Server 129, Silent Stabber, and Blue Mandalorian both on Server 8, nice server. Server 8 here tonight. Appreciate it. Patron St. Nick on 18. Maztec on 32. Miss Harley Quinn is joining us on Server 31. Appreciate it. What's up, JB? Server 15. Boaz on 14. Appreciate it. Uh, welcome into the show. Burn Like Ice on 143. Lieutenant Razik on 15. Gallum on 21. Tabby Moza on Server 20. Appreciate you being here. Omicron on 16. Hudson 146. Bursting at the seams, he says. <laughs> Commander Taylor on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Server 192. Hey, what's up, Pops? On Server 37, welcome in to the show. Jayberg on 32. Welcome, Cawthorn. Server 8, Saladin Server in the house. Wicked Witch, what's up? Server 15, how you doing? Welcome in. Data 38 on Server 32. Killer Orange Moose on Server 17. Appreciate you being here. Royal Power on 36. Jet Ski on 37. Karkin on 15. Ronin for Hire, 25. Appreciate you being here. How 9000 Artificial Intelligence here from Server 11. Appreciate you being here. Lady Cats on 15. Appreciate you. Hey, Quick Thinker on 16. Thanks for being here. Elkar's founder, Elkar's 2.0 administrator, Fartasia, is here as well. Appreciate you being here. I Beglin on Server 32. And Daytrade joining us from Server 31 says, just in time. Yes, indeed, sir. You are just in time. Welcome in to the show. Oh, my goodness gracious. Good evening and welcome. What a crazy day it's been. What a crazy busy week it has been. And it's only Wednesday. Your mics are potted up. I'd like to invite you into the show. And uh, everybody with me now just right before we get started, okay? I know it's a late start. I've had a long day. I had to work today, which is why the show is late. I'm sorry for our APAC and European listeners. Uh, it is late into the night, into the early morning for some of you, but uh, real life beckons today. I got called into work, and it was unavoidable. So I apologize for the late show. We actually even, we almost thought about not doing one. <laughs> we almost thought about not doing one, but... Golly, there is just too much happening. Uh, too much going on in the galaxy today for us to actually ignore and uh, and not come in and give you guys every absolute fact that we know, every piece of feedback that we have been gathering today, and uh, every piece of strategy that we've been able to pick up about how to participate and how to be successful, because this event is probably one of the most complicated events that we have ever seen in this game, and it is escaping some people. So we're going to uh, go through all of it, but before we begin, Everybody with me now on the count of three, just a nice big inhale, 
hold it for a second and exhale ready everybody one two three inhale and a woo stupid news and a woo song yeah oh yeah okay yeah well you want to do the stupid news let's do the stupid news stupid news news yeah it is time for the stupid news everybody it's time for the stupid news President Trump's doctors say he's expected to make a full recovery from the coronavirus by the end of this week. Some people are upset with the president for returning to the White House too soon, but they've still got plenty of Clorox wipes left over from the Clinton administration, so everybody's everybody's satisfied there. Officials in Napa Valley wine country believe that wildfires, ladies and gentlemen, have destroyed approximately 80% of the Cabernet supply this year. <laughs> yes, that's at the 80%. You know you got a drinking problem, though, if your first question is, what about the Merlot? Is, is, is the Merlot okay? The Merlot is, is seemingly okay. They only talk about the Cabernet. So, I don't know. The wine report isn't an official study, of course. I just uh, heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> I needed that. Thank you. Uh, the music world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, suffered another tragedy. Actually, this happened yesterday. The music world is in mourning, uh, in mourning the loss of the late, great Eddie Van Halen, who passed away yesterday, died of throat cancer at the age of 65. This happened yesterday. Eddie pioneered a rebellious sound that made every kid want to cut class and grab a six-pack, which probably explains why my grades were so bad. But uh, his iconic guitar solo on Eruption shook the world rock uh, shook the rock world like a volcano. Unbeknownst to a lot of people, do you know this? Fun fact, Eddie Van Halen played guitar on one of Michael Jackson's biggest hits. Do you guys know which one it was? Just a little fun factoid here. Yes, he was lead guitar on Beat It. That's right, guys. Eddie Van Halen, featured guitarist on Michael Jackson's Beat It. Uh, the tributes have been pouring in from some of the most talented musicians in the world and also Poison. <laughs> <laughs> a study by NASA found out that there are 24 planets that are better for life than planet Earth. Yes, you don't need a study to figure that out, though. Just turn on the news. Uh, Nicole Kidman told New York Times Magazine that she and Tom Cruise went go-karting together during the filming of Eyes Wide Shut. It was the only ride at the theme park Tom was tall enough to get on, though, so that's why they chose that one. <laughs> uh, I know. Sorry. Egyptian archaeologists are being mocked online for opening a 25-year-old mummy because of fears that it would cause a curse. Uh, come on, guys. We really believe in that. A cursed mummy would take a look at the world right now and just think somebody beat him to the punch. Right? <laughs> that would happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, witch. I'm good. I'm done. I was going to tell another stupid news story, but I decided to wrap it up. <laughs> with the mummy story i wrapped it i wrapped it up with the mummy story yes <laughs> it is a shorter stupid news here tonight I, I, listen guys i ain't gonna lie today today's just been crazy now i've been in communication with a lot of you guys you guys have been here on on our discord some of you were brave enough to tackle the official discord today <laughs> um yeah, it, sorry. I'm not fired. It's my show. I can tell bad jokes if I want to. Uh, some of you guys are brave enough to tackle the official Discord today. And, and buddy, uh, as expected, 
It was a dumpster fire. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, Dark Skywarp says, let's start off positive. Why is this event four days long? <laughs> so it's actually five, Darth Skywarp. If you really want to get technical about it, it's five. But uh, it's two days of burst, and then we got uh, a one-day break, and then we got another two days of burst. So let's. Uh, wh- where do you guys want to start? Okay, I, because there's a there's a lot of stuff to get to here tonight, and I and I I want to get to all of it. And I, like I said, I'm I'm unprepared and and kind of just wanting to wing it with you guys. We've done a lot of talking. I, I will say this. Uh, super big kudos to the Talking Trek team. That is all the moderators, uh, Wicked Witch, Truck and Chick, Battalion has been here, Stevens Aaron especially doing some extra work for us with some audio capture. We published an episode this week. Uh, gosh, was that yesterday? Published an episode yesterday uh, of talking in cars with DJs where we just kind of did what we did last month and just did a Q&A. Uh, would like to uh, invite everybody to uh, go on over to the YouTube channel where we've got some really great videos that have been published this week. Uh, published a video on Tuesday that uh, gave you a look at the research and the new officers, and then obviously a video this morning that talked about the events and battle pass and so forth. But Snake Eye says, I know where I want to start. I know where I want to start, ladies and gentlemen. I, You know what? I agree, Snake Eyes. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, due to the extreme generosity and the growing reach of the Talking Trek community, this show has spent less than 60 days, less than 60 days promoting on our newest YouTube channel. I think it has, it hasn't it been less than 60 days? Oh no, a little bit more than 60 days. I didn't think it was less, I thought it, we started like right at the beginning of August. Well, either way, Snake Eye says almost 70 days. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks to you and your spreading of the good word, your spreading of this message, your spreading of our teachings here on Talking Trek and our videos. Our YouTube channel has hit 1,000 subscribers. 1,000, which was the number, the number. That was our goal. 1,000 subscribers. We've hit it. And I want to thank you guys so, so much. My goodness gracious. 1,000 subscribers in two months. Thank you. I mean, honest to God, thank you. It's extremely humbling. It really, really is. I know Snake Eyes has just worked his tail off. We have, we have worked so hard to bring extra to you guys, and I, it's extremely humbling. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Uh, it is, uh, it, as a matter of fact, uh, Snake Eyes, I would like to read a letter. Uh, can I read you a letter? We actually got a letter, uh, and I would like to read this to you very quickly. <laughs> got my, redder, uh, my letter reading music on, and I'd like to, uh, to read this letter. We actually, yeah, got a letter. It was an email. All right, it was an email, but we got it, okay? Uh, and I would like to, uh, I'd like to read it to you. Hey, mate. Won't be able to connect live today, but there's a few comments and a couple of things I'd like to ask. First of all, thank you for your show. Your optimism is one of the things I really appreciate and have kept me engaged in the game these last few months. I must say, <laughs> I must say, the first time I heard it, I didn't like it. It was later that I tried again and found something about your show that kept me tuning in. I am on the edge of leaving this game, but must admit that overall, even though I'm not a big PvP guy, I love the adjustments that they've made in this arc. So if anything, I'd say that it is much more likely that I stay with this expansion than it was before. 
Now, specifically, I did kind of like the PvP event because discos are less in wide range than other ships, plus you can warp instantly. Also, cultivated mycelium to be able to instant jump to these as many times as needed in the rewards would definitely improve the PvP system. I'd like to uh, maybe make a suggestion about the points for losing, because if you're a weakling, you're dying way too many times. But second subject, I like the fact that the Talking Trek community has been able to push for tighter leaderboard brackets and wider ranges for rewards, meaning low tiers participating and actually getting rewards for the first time I've ever seen in this game. Less screen time is incredibly appreciated. Third and final question. If the Battle Pass events are only awarding Battle Pass points, I am going to miss the faction credits of the faction hunt and the officer recruits a faction hunt and threat from beyond in the Battle Pass. Where are they going to put them? If faction hunt is one of the most liked events for the credits, then it only makes sense that Scopely not take them away. If you'll address this in the show, I'll listen to it there. Thank you so much for keeping a positive outlook on things and keeping me and many other players in the game. You know what? I appreciate your letter, Kraus. Thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, we do uh, sometimes get emails and we answer those. And, uh, and yes, he, he brings up some good points. So Maztec says, what? Less screen time, you know, except for these hourly events. Here's why we're going to talk about it, Maztec. All right. And, and I've got some interesting perspective that I'd like to share with you. Let's start. Uh, with a couple of the positives there, which is the leaderboards, okay? The leaderboards have been incredibly bracketed. Let, let me tell you, I have had a very busy day, and uh, just right before I came on the show, for the, uh, for the 7 o'clock hour, for the 7 o'clock hour, I didn't even realize until 7 or 8 minutes in that it was the top of the hour. Now, I also, for the last couple of hours have not had time to completely, incredibly focus on the game. So I haven't looked at my three-minute warning. I haven't, you know, jumped somewhere, and I haven't summoned anything anywhere. I just warped. All right? I just warped with a warship, and I killed maybe five or six hostiles. And that was actually enough to get me a silver trophy. Um, for many of you guys, this is actually going to be really true. Okay? The leaderboard brackets are now so condensed that it actually is going to require significantly less effort from you. And, and this is an absolute fact. It will require less effort from you to be able to place in these boards. My dog. Please. I'm going to get my BB gun out. <clears throat> now, Dark Sky Warp says not on my server. The bear says there's a five-minute warning on the event. Is it five? Mine's only... Oh, you mean five minutes for the eight o'clock hour. Yeah, if you guys want to play while you're listening, please feel free to do so. At three minutes, you should get your... Um, you should get your, uh, your pop-up, all right? But now, Padawan says it's not that great for level 34 through 38. And, and listen, it's not designed to be l – let's start at the very beginning, all right? And Snake Eyes, I guess what we can do is we can kind of go through the path that we took in the video. Let's talk about the burst events to start, all right? The burst events to start have been broken down not only in a leaderboard fashion but also broken down by three different ops groups as far as what you have to do. Uh, and we do have some information on these critical systems that we're going to share with you here in just a moment, okay? Um, however, what you guys are seeing in some cases, okay, some cases, not all over the place, but in some cases, uh, your leaderboards are, are so tightly packed, and not every player on your server is playing in this exact moment in time. So what you're seeing in these leaderboard events is not, I would imagine, a great deal of effort necessary to get your two points. 
Now, if you want to fully play one, if you want to go in for a 15-minute solid, you stand a pretty good chance of getting a gold. Okay, stand a pretty daggone good chance of getting a gold, and that's worth three points, and you only have to do that twice if you want to do it. Let's talk about the comparison from last arc to this arc. And by the way, your mics are potted up. I would very much like to, I'd very much like to uh, get y'all's feedback as we go through, because I know that it's different on various servers, and it's different for different groups as well. All right, what they've done, first of all, let's start with the old arc. 15 points, right? That's what you needed. You needed 15 points, but it was a milestone event. People said, well, it was too much. You had to log in for five hours, and you had to fully participate five hours to get the 15 points, and I get that. So first piece of feedback, make it easier. Well, that's what they did. Make it less of a time commitment. That is what they did. Listen, whether you want to argue or not, that's what they did. They took your daily milestone from 15 down to 6. 15 down to 6, okay? Meaning that if you did fully participate in uh, two of these events, then you could be done. However, what I'm here to explain to you is what I have found from a vast majority of players, myself included, that if I, like tonight, seven minutes after the top of the hour, I realized that I had a two-minute warp in, so I had six minutes to play. I probably killed eight or ten hostiles, and I finished in probably... 21st or 22nd place, which, by the way, is good enough for a silver. I got two points, okay? So even if, even if you only have time to hit a couple, you can get two points, which means you'd have to do that three times, all right? Or if you wanted to be absolutely no time spent on it whatsoever, the leaderboards were so deep that a bronze, literally hitting one hostile would get you a bronze trophy. I'm here to tell you, by the way, it has not been documented, and you guys proved me wrong. It has not been documented anywhere that with these particular leaderboard brackets and on your various servers, there is supposedly no combination anywhere that would result in more than 400 players being in your bracket. Do you hear what I'm saying? That this is, this is why they can say you can hit one hostile and get a bronze trophy. It's your participation trophy because across all of our game servers, with the way that the, that the ops levels are bracketed, there is no way, no single iteration on any server with any bracket that is deeper than 400 people. Meaning, go in, hit a hostile and be done. Now, if you do that method, you are going to do that six times. Okay, six times if you want to fully max out the event. But while you're there hitting that one, maybe hit four or five, and you could probably finish in the top 40. And by the way, <laughs> top 40 gets two points. Okay, so require, and so yes, this is why I say less screen time. Uh, this is part of why I say it. Part of the rest of it is in the battle pass, and we're going to get to that in a moment because I do have some comments and, and some feedback for the battle pass as well. But the milestones themselves have been, in my opinion, wonderfully redesigned. And I say wonderfully redesigned, but, but follow me through, okay? Mechanically, on paper, the leaderboards, the brackets, perfect. I, I got no, no problem, none. And I don't think any of you should, to be perfectly frank with you. This is about as participation as it gets, except for, except for the select group of people who absolutely wants to chase a leaderboard, all right? And leaderboard events have always been for two people, two different classes of people. Does anybody want to guess what those classes of people are? Go ahead. Anybody. There's, there's only two, and I describe them, okay? Grinders 
and payers. All leaderboards are designed for grinders and payers. Okay? Some leaderboards are more pay than others, admittedly. Okay? Take a look at like domination or something like that. All right? And others are meant strictly for grinding. I mean like super grindy, right? Like kill a gazillion hostiles. Take a look at uh, Faction Hunt leaderboard, for example, which I know does have like a minor pay component, but it's minor, right? That one is literally just get out and kill a bunch of, kill a bunch of reds. Okay, kill as many reds as you possibly can. Grinding time. You got it. Grinders and payers. So if you're a grinder, then you have an additional opportunity to win some extra goodies. Now, folks, if you are in that group of players who said last arc, I don't have time for five hours worth of events. Okay, I'm a busy guy. I'm a professional. I got this. I got my family. I got my job. And I got, you know, softball. And then I got basketball. And then I got the kids' choir recital. And, and I, don't, I, I don't have time. I play when I want. It's a leisure game for me. And I don't have time, Scopely. I don't have time to log in on your schedule, right? Because that's, we heard that. That's not new for anybody. We all heard that. As a matter of fact, we heard it so much that it made it into the feedback report. And it made it back to Scopely Developers. And they said, cool, we got an idea. We got an idea that'll help. And we're going to take the milestones from 15 down to 6. We're going to leave each one at 3 points. So now you only got to do 2. Okay, now you only got to do 2. But, but, there were also players right here in this same room. There were also, and Retro says we still have to log in on their schedule. Nothing has changed. Boo. Boo to that comment, Retro. Okay, because yes, everything has changed. Yes, you do have to log in during one of these 15-minute events, but you still have 24 of them, and now you only got to do two instead of five. Which, by the way, was the feedback. As a matter of fact, uh, when we sent in the, when we asked these players, how many events would you want? If you had to have an event, how many would you want? By the way, the general number was three. Okay, the feedback that, like, you know, taking the survey, so to speak. Survey says... <laughs> Uh, three. Okay? So they took it to two. Well, we'll get to tech here in a second. Don't you worry, nothing better, because we, we have tech problems. And actually, I got a solution for, to help you, okay? But two events. So you asked for three, they gave you two. And if you have to, if, if you just, for the love of Pete, can't get a gold trophy, then you still only got to do three, by the way. Which is why they did it exactly the way they did. They were going to give you a chance to finish it in two, but if you had to, you could do it in three. All right? And, and, and if you are one of maybe, if you are in the half a percentile or the one percentile that is on a server that just happens to have 350 players in your two ops levels, then maybe you're going to have to do a couple of more of, at the bronze level. But. To be perfectly frank with you guys, the way that the leaderboards and how deep the leaderboards went, it was mostly estimated that for the most part, the majority of the galaxy was only going to have to do two to three of these. Okay? I mean, that, that was the design. And that's what you got. All right? Now, um, what happened with this, which I think is, is, is great how they redesigned it, but the players, there was also another segment, right? And Big Country, you were one of these. Right? Come into voice if, if you want. You were one of these that said, hey, listen, for some people it might be difficult, but for others it wasn't as difficult, and we want to play. We wanted to do more, right? That was your words on the last show. Some of us want to do more. Yep. Okay? Well, guess what? They addressed that as well and introduced a solo leaderboard. 
So, so the minimum required to do your solo milestone, which, by the way, still gave, still gave out the exact same number of Discovery Refinery tokens for doing 40% of the work. All right? They gave a solo leaderboard to the players who wanted to do more. And you get a couple extra goodies, which is no different than any leaderboard ever, period, in the face of the game. Domination leaderboard, who can spend the most? Not proverbially speaking, but you know that's the reputation that it has. Faction hunt leaderboard, who can grind the most? Right? Uh, what else you got? What other leaderboards do we have on a regular basis? Surveyor, oh, Latinum Mining Monday. Okay, that's that is not a payers event in any way, shape, or form. At least not now. It might have been one day when they bought their their you know Ford divorce. <laughs> okay, but really, it's about spending the time. It's about grinding them out. It's about mining and watching your miners and making sure you're preloading properly and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that to me is by definition a grinder's event. You're not grinding reds. You're grinding nodes. Okay. That, to me, is a grinder's event. All right? Thank you, Scalyback. Officer auctions. Okay? Payers. Payers. Spend G3. Payers. Okay? So we, we have always had these kinds of leaderboards. And for the players who don't want to participate, I'm one. I am very vocal. What is the one leaderboard I refuse to, flat out refuse to participate in? Come on. You guys know me by now. What is it? <laughs> don't be shy. It's not all leaderboards. All right. Uh, no, mining leaderboards. I don't participate. I don't even try. I refuse. I'll do my milestones. I'll get out. Okay? I hate mining. I literally despise it. All right? So I'm not going to do it. Wait. <laughs> what? What, DJ? What did you just say? Let me say it again. <clears throat> I don't like it. So I don't do it. You guys hear me? If you don't like it, don't do it. Because it is extra. And if you don't have the time or the resources to commit to the extra, then don't worry about it. All right? I mean, leader, if, if you know that I've only got two or three hours that I can play today, then chances are you're not going to win a grinder's leaderboard. You know this. Okay? So don't do it. Or at least don't fuss that other players have a track to play that might keep them engaged longer because they have more time to play. And listen, let's face it. Now, let's let's be really, really clear here. What's on this leaderboard? Is it mind-blowing? Is it absolutely earth-shattering? Is it game-changing? No. I mean, it's nice, okay? And, And for the record, I am chasing it. I am personally going to choose to chase it because it has four-star parts in it and four-star materials that I need. So this is an event that I might, even though I don't have as as much time as as some other people, I'm going to try to see what I can do because, by the way, that leaderboard goes down to 50 people in my bracket. 50 people in my bracket. All right? So there's a decently good chance I'm going to place. And hopefully I can pick something up. All right. By the way, is anybody going to ask, have I been perfect today? Hell no. I missed the first one completely. (laughs) Missed the first one completely. I think I got, what did I tell you, Snake Eyes? I think I got two golds uh, and all the rest have been silvers. uh, And I don't even remember how many points I have right now. I think I have, um, I think I have 14 points. 
and I got two golds, so the rest the rest have been silvers, um, if that sounds right. 14, maybe 12, I don't, I don't remember. But I haven't been perfect, and I haven't gotten gold every time. All right? But I, I am going to try to make a little bit of an effort, and if I land there, great. And I will choose to take the time to play in a few extra of these if I can. All right? But that doesn't give somebody the right... You need to hear me. doesn't give you the right to complain about it if you're one of the players who said that you only wanted two events in a day. All right? Because there's more than just you. This game does not revolve around you. The earth revolves around the sun. All right? And you are catching me in a little bit of rare form tonight. All right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip the Band-Aid off for a couple of you. All right? Shush. You got what you asked for. Less time required. Keyword, required. But for the players who said, actually, we kind of dig it, really our biggest complaint is the technical problems, okay? But we like the mechanic, and we'd like to play five times or six or more. We were playing eight times in the last arc to help our alliance. We are okay spending more time playing this mechanic. Scopely says, hey, don't worry. We got you too. We got you too. All right, because we're going to give you the leaderboard. And that gives you something to work towards. And I'm here to tell you, by the way, if you, if, I don't, if you make half of an effort, half of an effort to participate in this, I'd say that there's a better than average shot you can, you can place in the leaderboard. Better than average. It goes down 40 spots, folks. Okay? Or 50? Is it 50? I think it's 50, actually. All right? So, yeah, Matt says, Matt, this is funny because I've been looking at your name on my leaderboard all day. He said, I took a lot of toilet breaks at work today. Coworkers probably a little bit worried about me, okay? Might have eaten some bad coleslaw. I don't know. That's the story I'm going with, and I'm sticking to it, okay? Because Matt Dog is perfect on the day, by the way. Perfect. Three points every cycle. I've been watching you, boy. I've been watching you, son. And I'm thinking, good God. Good God. All right? Now. (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk about the flip side of this coin. Okay, so mechanically speaking, mechanically speaking with Distinguished Service Leaderboard, I am cool with it. All right, you are certainly welcome to not be cool with it, but I'm explaining to you why it exists. Okay, and you need to understand that it was, in fact, feedback-based. Like 100%, people. 100% feedback-based. To allow... <laughs> Two segments of players who openly and vastly disagreed on arc one for them both to be happy. My God, that's insane. Scopely actually figured out a way to satisfy two complete opposites. Perhaps, perhaps, sarcastically speaking, we should take whoever designed this particular mechanic and send them over to Capitol Hill. Maybe they can get the Dems and the Republicans to work together because here's what happened. You took one side that says, we hate it, and you took one side that says, we love it, and you gave them both something that they can be happy with. (laughs) Okay? Come on. All right? Mechanically speaking, I give it two thumbs up. Now, here's where it gets a little bit complicated. All right, because there's three groups of ops, and each one of you have to do something different. So let's talk about this very quickly because I have an announcement to give you that will help you. 
first of all, the lower ops level, and uh, somebody help me. I'm pretty sure it's 21 through 29. Is that correct? Somebody? 21 through 29, ops 21 through 29. Yes, you have the first level of events. All you got to do is do the exact same thing you did in ARC 1. Go to the 23 or the 28 systems, all right? Get bonus points for using a discovery, and uh, kill some hostiles, okay? Kill some hostiles, and uh, the top 15 people get golds. Uh, then uh, 16 down to 40, I believe, get silvers. And then 41 all the way to 400 get a bronze, which is, like I said, everybody. Okay? Yours is simple. There you go. Boom. You're simple. Now, the next bracket, 30 to 38. Yours was a little bit trickier. Yours was just a tiny bit trickier because you actually had to explore these new systems. You had to go up one level. You had to go to the 31 through 38 systems. Okay, and you had an extra scoring component. You had, uh, well, and, and by the way, uh, even the 21 through 29, they had uh, a critical systems bonus. All right, and we're going to talk about critical systems right now. The 21 through 29 had a critical system. They, by the way, they had 15 systems, and this is the important part, guys. They had 15 systems they were allowed to play in, which is different than Last Ark. Last Ark, you had five. And remember, you had like two or three that were critical until they changed it. Then I think it went to like six or seven. But anyway, whatever. All right. This arc, you can score points by playing in any one of the 15 systems. Are you hearing me? Any of the systems. Now, this is a huge point of contention in the community. They did not know. They did not know. And so I'm here to tell you. And, and, and by the way, Scopely, this is partly, mostly, on you guys for a silly little thing, and I'm sure it can get fixed, but, but this is what I'm seeing. This is the feedback. Right now, you've got you, – you know how last arc we had the flags on the systems? We had the flags on the system that showed you what, what systems you could play in, right? Well, this month, they, they changed that, and it didn't get super communicated, all right, because what they did is now you can play in any of the 15 systems if you're 21 through 28. You, or 21 through 29, rather. You can play in any of the 15 systems, but they only put the flag marker on the critical systems. <laughs> That's right, Meows. They only put the flags on the systems with the bonus. Okay. Now, this is why, and I totally get it, this is why it was confusing, because last month we could only score points in the flag systems. So people incorrectly thought that they could only score points in the flag systems, which is not true. All right. And for those of you who read the instructions, <laughs> for those of you who opened up that baby crib, looked at a thousand and one pieces, and read the instruction manual first, then you would know that you can play in any system. If by chance you had watched the, uh, the Teaching Trek video on the, uh, on the YouTube channel, you would know you can score in any system. And that the flag systems were the critical systems. Okay, so guys, listen, you, you look at your news center. You can play in any of your eligible systems. For example, the 30s through the 39 or 30 through 38, your eligible system is any 31 through 38 level system, any of them. You can go and get points. What you're seeing in the game are the flags for what we're calling the critical systems. That's where you get bonus points. And guess what? Just like last month, when I went and played in a critical system, I got the lag. 
Now, I argued with some people that I felt like it was a little bit better, but clearly it was still there. Okay, I'm not, I'm not denying it. It wasn't there. I do personally feel like it was a little bit better. But and and Scopely took a lot of steps to try to make it better. Like they separated the United States and the European servers and the APAC servers. Like the European servers are playing half past the hour and the United States servers are playing at the top of the hour. So they tried to separate it that way. They tried to keep you in different systems by introducing new systems. Like the 21s through 29s are playing in 30, uh, 23 and 28. And then the 30 level players are playing in a different set of systems. And the 40, uh, 39 plus players have their own systems that they can play in. All right, they tried. They tried to mitigate lag. It just didn't it didn't manifest. Okay? And I put this one on tech. I put this one on engineering. I put this one on hardware, software, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Okay? Whatever it is that causes lag, that department needs to freaking get on the ball. Because it's event in and event out, arc in, arc out, we get these problems. All right. And and I swear to God, I swear to God, if you rolled out an event, if you rolled out this mechanic, Scopely, if you rolled out this exact same event with zero lag, I bet you 75% of the complaints disappear. <laughs> I, I believe that. All right. Neo says it was better. Arian says was better. Blokeman says uh, the last event was pretty bad, but others have been better today. Okay. Uh, Lego Nerd says the biggest problem is 39 plus because they're overlapping systems with the 30 to 38. Yes, I can see that. All right. But guys, now remember, you can score points in any system. So would it be smart? Would <laughs> Commander Taylor says lag? I have no idea what that is on a server with 123 players. Really funny, buddy. I love you, by the way. Shout out 195 or 192. Sorry. Shout out. All right, guys, let's talk about the bonus multiplier. Let's talk about the bonus multiplier for a second. Because the critical systems the critical systems are giving you two times the points. Two times the points. Let's break it down. And by the way, some people thought it was ten times the points. You are absolutely wrong. I was one of those early adopters. I, I joked with uh, the developer I was talking to today because I was saying I think one of the biggest problems in the community is that they haven't read the news center. And then I started talking about the points multiplier, and he said, have you read the news center? (laughs) I missed that part. All right. But, guys, it's a 2x critical system. Double points. That's it. Now, if it is lagging down so freaking hard that you think without lag, think about this for a second, without lag, if you can kill two hostiles in the time it takes you to kill one in a laggy system, guess what? Go to a non-critical system. Because every hostile system, every one of these new systems is eligible for points this time. Devil's Advocate says the spawn rate is also too low. Uh, that was also fed up. Okay, That, that was also uh, taken back and feedback and sent up. Spawn rate was, was rough. I agree with that. Okay, And, and even further, it, it appeared that in some of these systems, the spawn points were on armadas, which made that even more complicated. All right, so anyway, they know that. They know that. that. That has been sent up both by the content creators and the moderators. Moderators had that, I think, before we did. Okay, So they know about that. Spawn rates, spawn points, all that good stuff. Guys, what you need to know is that you need to, in my opinion, 
avoid the critical systems. I hate to say that. I'm sorry to say that, Scopely, because I know that that was an interesting mechanic that you wanted to put more players in one system, maybe instigate a little PvP, maybe develop some war. But if the system isn't working, you can't even war. You can't even PvP in there, okay? It's a bonus, guys. So go get the points somewhere else. And here's what I'm here to tell you. I tried it and was still able to get a gold trophy, okay? Now, I, you know, had to go and grind because I wasn't getting double points, so I had to make sure I didn't take any time off, all right? But I was able to do it. Guys, listen to me. If you see a flag on it, avoid it for now. For now. Okay? Until they have a chance to address it and or fix it, avoid it. Now, what's going to happen is everybody's going to avoid it, <laughs> and then they're going to be empty. Guys, just look. You can look. You can look and see if it's crowded. If it's crowded, go somewhere else. Okay? If it's not crowded, go get your double points. Okay? But, but the point is, if you play in the double point system, I think at this point, right now, it's safe to assume that the system may lag out a little bit. All right? I think it's a safe bet. So maybe look at a different system. And by the way, what was it, Snake Eyes? 18 or 19 or 17? I don't know. New systems for you to go and hit. So not only now do we have 15 systems from last arc, we got another 17. We got 32 systems we can go and play in. As a server, okay, not all of those systems are eligible for your ops range, but as a server, they're splitting you up now in 32 systems. And not only that, making you do different things and making the globe as a whole do them at different times. They really did try, and I give them all the credit in the world for trying. Just didn't pan out, because for whatever reason, engineering thinks it's funny to troll us. All right. I don't know what it is. Honest to God, I don't know what it is. But that's what it is. Now, let's talk about one more burst event that uh, presented itself today that will present itself again in two hours and 37 minutes from this moment. If you're listening on podcast, don't actually look at the clock. (laughs) Okay? And that is Battle of the Binary Stars. Battle of the Binary Stars was the Alliance burst event, the equivalent, if you will, of Strength in Numbers from last arc. Now, let's take a look at these two events again, because obviously one was a precursor to another. All right? And, and it is on the clock. By the way, it is on the clock. All right? Five Vulcan Hello events, one Battle of Binary Stars event. So let's go back to strength in numbers. There were two uh, big pieces of feedback that Talking Trek sent up. Does anybody know? Remember what they were? The two big pieces that we sent up. One, the first one. Anybody? Come on now. Memories aren't that short. The first one was that it only happened one time. That was the first one. It only happened one time, and the time could have been restrictive to some players who wanted to be able to play. So if it only happened one time and they didn't get a chance to play, then too bad, so sad. They didn't get a chance to play. Let's see. Did Scopely address that feedback? Yes, you got it, Hydra. We'll get to that one in a second. Did Scopely address the feedback? Because by the looks of it, we get it four times this month. Uh, this month. Four times per day. All right. Then, second one. It was too long, Hydra. You got it. An hour was too long for a burst event. All right. Sliver Surfer says, I ain't getting up at 5 a.m. to do that event. Guess what? You don't have to because you got three other chances to play it. If you're on the eastern time zone, if you're on the east coast, it will happen at 5 p.m. 
11 p.m., 5 a.m., and 11 a.m. Only happens once every six hours. All right, so Sliver, if you don't want to do the 5 a.m., guess what? I ain't doing the 5 a.m. one either. <laughs> no. Okay, I ain't doing it because I got three other chances to play it. Okay, so cool. And by the way, what are they giving as rewards? The trophies to help you progress towards the leaderboard. So people are saying, well, the Alliance event was essentially neutered, right? It was essentially neutered because there's no rewards. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with that because last month the Alliance event had a few rewards. This month it just has progression points. Well, let's think about this here for a second. Now, again, I don't know if this was their intention or not, but this is what I see. Here's what I see. I see an Alliance event where the more active players have the opportunity to help their lesser active players get to their milestones. If, if you've got an alliance that's going to go out and be active and you can get a gold trophy and one of your alliance mates who works a 17-hour-a-day job has not had an opportunity to come in and get any points, all he's got to do is come in, hit a single hostel to get a point, and if your alliance places for gold, then he gets three points. And right there, boom. You could do that four times. Guess what? Your player, the one who says he doesn't have any time, doesn't even have to log in to any of the solo ones if he logs into a couple of them once with your alliance. And what is an alliance supposed to be? A team. Bigs and littles helping each other. Littles running interference for the bigs. Bigs running the armadas and letting the littles play. Spreading the rewards. Spreading the love. Spreading the knowledge. There's no I in team. Kukar says supposed to be helping people. Guys, the Alliance event is another mechanic for the solo players who are struggling with the time. Plain and simple. All right? The Alliance can do the solo milestone for a player who's struggling with the time zones. All right, plain and simple. That's what it is. So the argument is strength in numbers paid, and this one is not. I am actually going to give you that one. And that feedback has been sent. All right, I will actually give you that one and say, hey, listen, I would like to see something more than a trophy in the Battle of the Binary Stars just because, hey, you know, last month we got a little something. Okay, doesn't have to be anything great. Doesn't have to be anything super wonderful. But, you know, hey, for us that are doing a little bit of extra work, of course, you are getting the trophies towards the solo leaderboard which we're going to talk about in a second. But, you know, maybe maybe a little something there. You know, maybe a little extra titanium, you know, since we're blowing up a little bit more to help out our team, yada, 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 yada. All right? Now, the way it's written is that the trophies are going, to, uh, going towards Distinguished Leaderboard, which is at the end of five days. All right? Now, let's take a look at that particular leaderboard. Some of you guys are saying you're not happy with that leaderboard, not for five days of effort. Okay. I can see that as well, all right, because a lot of you guys who are playing and getting all the big gold trophies every single hour, you're probably expecting a little bit more. Okay, I'm cool with that, but it is optional, and it is no way required for the arc. It is in no way tied to progression of your discovery. In no way, shape, or form is it tied to anything currency-related in this arc. It is merely extra goodies. I'd love for it to be a few more extra goodies, but, you know, hey, is what it is, right? And that's why we've said this on the show a million times. Look at it. Decide if it's worth the effort. How many of you guys remember the story that I told about data mining for 24 hours solid about a year and a half ago? 
All right, and I said, what did I say? I said, I will never do that again because I literally didn't sleep for 24 hours. I mined data for 24 hours, and then I got that leaderboard. And by the way, I was only like an Ops 26 or 28 or something. The rewards were stupid. All right, I did it. I don't know why I did it. I did it for my team. I did it for the pride, whatever. The rewards didn't. I mean, come on, guys. All right, look at the rewards. Determine if it's worth it to you. Simple. All right. To me, like I said, it is worth it because it's got four-star parts in it, and that's the only way I can get them. So it's worth it. I might put in a little effort to get it. If you look at that and you decide it's not worth it, don't do it. Now, I do want to point this out real quick, Scopely. You took the coolest-looking avatar of the entire arc, and you made it a common one. <laughs> so everybody's going to get it. But that is a cool-looking avatar. I love the artwork. All right, Everybody's going to end up getting that avatar. Uh, but it is definitely, in my opinion, that's the coolest-looking one. Okay. Well, yeah, only yeah, but that's only for like the top three players, I think. And I don't even like that one as much as I like the uh, Klingon War Avatar. I like the Klingon War Avatar. Does anybody like that Avatar? Because I think that's my favorite out of all of them that were released this month. I really like it. Yeah, Hydra says that's the yeah that's that one looks great. Sliver says the same thing. Snake Eye says that's the one I want. Tequila and Mister Big says that's the only one I want. Goodness gracious, you guys took the most popular Avatar and you gave it to everybody. Whoops, maybe was that intended? I don't know. I have no idea. But if, if the idea was to make it rare, that's the one that everybody wants. So, cool. Everybody's going to get it. Okay? Trust in the rust, Scalyback says. <laughs> okay? Arian says, I would have paid for that frame. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. So, we've talked. Okay. Uh, we've talked about all the bursts. Now, here's what I wanted to tell you about Battle of the Binary Stars because it's coming up here in a little bit. All right? There is a bonus system there. We've only had this event one time, and I'm going to tell you what, my, what me and my lines did. And they know I do this show, obviously, they know. So they know that stuff sometimes that we, that we think up and that we're going to do, it's obviously going to get out there because that's what I do, okay? I develop ideas. I develop strategy. We work on them. If they work, great. I share them. If they don't, I share them, whatever. We came up with a pretty daggone good formula this time. You guys know I'm an alliance at war, and I told my people, we are going to get effed up. <laughs> we are going to get blown up. People are going to find us. 15 minutes is definitely long enough for people to come find us. Okay? Bring every ship you got if you're at war. And here's what we did, by the way. Uh, we pre-planned. We pre-organized our teams. And here's what I did. Snake Eye says he sat and watched, and it was hilarious. By the way, we got a gold trophy. We got a gold trophy because of what we did. So I'm going to share it with you. All right. Here's what you do, folks. Half hour, 40 minutes before, I don't care, whenever. Form your team. Team of five, okay? Set an order. In my case, it was DJ, JB, iPhone, Karkin, and Dom. That's who we had, okay? Shout out my team. Those were our five. And here is what I told my people to do. We chose a system. We didn't know, by the way, which one was going to be bonus. As a matter of fact, we hoped that the system we chose was not a critical system because we didn't want to fight the lag. And by the way, it didn't end up being, and our event went perfect. Perfect. All right? Snake Eye says, here's what you do. Pick a fight with half the server, then do this. No, here's what we did. We formed our team. We chose a system hoping, fingers crossed, that it wasn't going to be critical. And we said, okay, everybody come to this system five minutes before. Don't even worry about summons. Don't jump. Save your mycelium. Just everybody come to this system at this particular point and be there five minutes before. Why? Because I wanted to start an armada before the event. Why? 
because I looked at it and uh, and I got a three minute countdown. So at two minutes and fifty seconds, what did I do? Come on, you guys can do math. What did I do? Two minutes and fifty seconds left till the event starts. I started an armada. You got it, housekeeping. I started an armada so that I can start scoring points 10 seconds into the event. No, K-Horn, we didn't start five because how could we get to all five at the same time, right? So we started an armada at 2.50. Well, we could have done that, K-Horn, but we knew we were going to need defense ships, okay? K-Horn says you could have taken five armadas and done five ships. We could have if we weren't being hunted, but we needed defense, Okay, so yeah, this was just my group of five, by the way. Okay, obviously there was a bunch more people in my alliance that played, so they could join their own group of five. I started an armada. Thirty, uh, by the way, thirty seconds is too soon, so you might want to try forty. <laughs> yes, forty. We started thirty Skywarp, and it was too soon. We didn't get into the circle. So forty seconds later, we started another. Forty seconds after that, we started another, and we controlled four armadas in one system as a matter of fact if i'm not mistaken we shared them with think right snake eyes weren't you guys the other ones you guys did three or four in that system as well Ooh, ooh! tell them about the double we did yeah. we oh, broke yeah. the game oh, we did break the game we got a screenshot i meant to send it to the developers and i didn't send it yet i have a screenshot of two jammed pins on the same target with the exact same timer and we did spend double directives all right, just FYI, didn't get those back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fortunately, it only cost 20 directives, so we weren't fussing about it, but it did happen. All right. Um, but you know what? You're right, Devil's Advocate, because we were being hunted. As a matter of fact, the leader of one armada did get taken out, and we still got to finish the armada with the second circle. Uh, I, know, I know it's old news. I know it happens, but, you know, it happened again today. But uh, nonetheless... We did this. We kept jumping from Armada to Armada to Armada to Armada, and we finished in the top five. And by the way, it doesn't matter if you finish first or in fifth. The top five get a gold trophy. There's no incentive for winning. Okay? Just get the trophy. Just get the trophy. And you get your points and you move on. And by the way, anybody in my alliance who scored a single point got that gold trophy. So if somebody said, hey, I've been super busy at work. I've got a five-minute break. What can I do? Hey, go kill one hostile. Just kill one, and we'll get you three points, buddy. Just go go here, kill one, and get back to work. Okay? During the time frame. During the time Top frame. Top of the hour. Devil's Advocate says, did you use the discovery? So several people on my team did not because they don't have summons. All right? A lot of people didn't have to. You know, and you don't have to use summons. Here's... Here's why summons was introduced, all right, to get to the systems faster, especially for some of the higher level players because those warp times are up there, okay? The warp times are up there. I looked at one, and the warp time was like seven minutes from where I was. So the warp times are up there, okay? Discovery jump is great. Summons is great if you're going to use it. If you don't have it, it is absolutely not required. Listen, I told you, I told my team to be there before the, even, the, before the, the warning even popped up. Because it doesn't matter what the event says, all of the systems qualify. Do you hear what I'm saying? You don't have to look at the event to figure out a system to go to because they all count. So who cares? If your ship takes seven minutes to warp to a system you want to go play in, then take seven minutes to warp there, be there when the event starts and kill a bunch of hostiles and go home. Simple. Summons is not required. Okay? So yes, some people on my team did use summons. Others didn't because they don't have it. 
<laughs> I speak in all caps all the time. John DeLay says the solo leaderboard rewards are garbage. Yep, been there. We talked about that. And that's okay. Totally cool. Don't do it. Because literally, if, if, if the rewards are garbage to you, John, there is absolutely zero benefit in participating after the six points. Enjoy the reduced screen time. Now, Arian says she disagrees. Why does Arian disagree? Because maybe there's some uncommon in there or there's some parts that she wants. And that's why it was designed this way, John. Choose if you want to do it. And, and literally, that is the only choice, yay or nay. You don't get points. You don't get rewards for the extra solo milestones. You're not going to accidentally place in the solo leaderboard. You're either going to try for it or you're not. So don't. And I, and I mean that with all the respect in the world. Simply don't. If you don't feel like it's worth it, don't. And that's not disrespect. That's not telling you not to play. I'm still going to tell you to go get your six points. And he says, I have nothing against grinding if the rewards are good. Hey, that's great. I'm with you. I'll grind if I can if the rewards are good. My point is, this particular leaderboard is good for some people, John. And I think that was designed that way. I absolutely think it was designed that way. Why? Again, we're trying to mitigate lag. I would be willing to bet you money that these leaderboard events are going... Nah, never mind. Never mind. Look at it and determine, just like every event ever. Why do some people love Faction Hunt and other people hate it? Let's transition into Faction Hunt. Why do some people love Faction Hunt and other people hate it? Some people love it because the rewards are stupid awesome, right? That's what people say. The rewards are sweet. All right? Why do other people hate it? The bear says, who hates that event? This guy. Okay? My, my admiral hates it. Gregor hates it. Big country does not like it. You know who doesn't like it? Higher level players don't like it. Hudson's got it because it takes so daggone long. Raxnar's got it. It's 300 hostels, guys. And by the way, for us, it ain't 300 level 31 hostels. It's 300 level 40 plus hostels. It's a lot to do. It's a lot of time. It is great rewards if you want to put in the time, but my God, it is a tremendous amount of time. Mr. Wynn says, can I hate it and love it? You absolutely can. And you know what? That's probably where I fall. I hate it, but I love the rewards. Mad Dog, I hate it for the grind, love it for the rewards. Okay? <laughs> Simply. Simply put. Okay? It takes for freaking ever. 300 hostels, guys. That's what it takes me to finish mine, and there are players higher than me. Gregor absolutely freaking hates Faction Hunt. It is the event that he hates more than anything else in the game because he has to get something. What is it? Somebody at Ops 48? Anybody up here that high? Pretty sure he has to get like twelve or 1,300 points. Okay? And, and, and it ain't that great. Okay? It's, it's about 120 or 125, and the hostiles he has to kill, I think, are like 44s and 45s. It's just not... It's a lot, guys. It's a lot. Mac is saying it. It's a lot. Jayberg is saying it. It's a lot. So that's why a lot of people don't like it. That's why the community split on it. So let's transition <laughs> into the battle pass because that's the one thing that everybody's been talking about. Now, I have been able to mathematically prove to doubters and naysayers about the battle pass and the free track. 
Snake Eyes, I meant to have this prepared, and I did not. Daggone it. Um, let me see if I can find it on my computer very quickly. Do you... Did I send that to you in a PM? I bet I did. Let me look here. Um, find it. I'm so sorry, guys. Let me find this thing real quick because I want to show it to you. Uh, and I, I absolutely wanted to talk about this tonight. Uh, Battle Pass has gotten a huge makeover, and I want to tell you all about it. Here it is. Found it. Found it, found it. Okay, guys, putting it in the graphics room right now. And I want you guys to see this so that we can talk about it. All right, because a lot of people have had a gazillion questions about this. And, uh, and I'm here to answer them for you. Okay. First, let's, let's look at my chart so you guys aren't overwhelmed with numbers. First, this is for Snake Eyes. He's Ops 35. Okay. I could not find mine from last month. I know I did one, but I couldn't find it. So anyway, here's Ops 35. You look at the top left. That's Arc 1. Free track, elite track, and then the total arc. That was Arc 1 last month. Okay. Then, of course, you see Arc 2. Free track and elite track. Okay? And then the total arc. So let's talk about this. Here's what they did with Battle Pass. And I've mentioned this in the video. I've mentioned this in the, in the talking with, uh, in cars with DJs. But, but let me address to you guys as well. So you can explain it to other people. Battle Pass sub-events have been a point of contention within the community for a long time. What Scopely wanted to do was reduce, again, the time required in a day. That was the overall goal here. That's why the milestones were reduced. That's why this change was to the Battle Pass, and, and other things are coming. The Battle Pass sub-events have been completely redesigned. Completely redesigned for smaller milestones, and by the way, I know the 25 through 27, or maybe even 29 uh, level players struggled a little bit with the Separatist event. That was noted, and adjustments were made, by the way. If you guys haven't looked at your milestones, if you're in the mid to low 20s and you haven't looked at your milestones, adjustments were made. All right, Your feedback was heard and reacted to in real time. Kudos. Okay, your bat- your mile pat your uh, milestones were reduced for the separatist event, but they took the all the the battle pass sub events and completely redesigned them, and removed all rewards. <sighs> Sounds weird, but okay. Why they took all the rewards and added them to the free track of the battle pass? Okay, still doesn't make sense. Why? Why would they do that? Why can't we just get our stuff the way we always get our stuff? Here's why: because you can finish a battle pass in approximately 18 to 19, maybe 20 days, right? Everybody always finishes the battle pass a little bit early. Everybody always finishes the battle pass a little bit early. All right? Reducing screen time in this fashion, folks, allows you to pick and choose the events that you want to skip. For example, the player yesterday who PM'd me and said, oh my God, even with burning, I can't get to like 30 million points. This is taking forever. Okay, good. Skip it. Skip it. All right, because you don't have to do it. And by the way, there are absolutely no rewards lost if you skip it. Meow says it's two minutes of killing separatists, not for a level 21 or a level 23, Meows. Okay, <laughs> yeah, trickles. You got it. Thank you, trickle, for being my being my uh, example. Yesterday's separatist was thirty six million. Today it's three million. Thank you, Scopely. Okay, guys, again, Scopely reacting to feedback in a real and positive way. All right, but the reason that they took them all out is because they took twenty four days worth of rewards and yes, added them up. 24 days worth of rewards and added them to the free track. So, did the free track actually get better? Marginally. Marginally. 
Okay, and and here's why. Here's why I'm going to argue that it is 25 percent better. I'm going to argue that it's 25 percent better because you're going to get all 24 days worth of rewards for only doing 18 days worth of events. Okay, which is by the way a 25 percent reduction or a 25 percent pay raise. However you want to look at it. 25% reduction in screen time or a 25% increase in rewards for time spent. You can just say it either way. All right? Because you only have to complete 18 events to get paid for 24. You hear what I'm saying? Okay? Day Trade says mine did not change 55 million both days. It was only changed for the players who literally don't have the ships. Okay? I think it was 25 through 27 uh, or 27 down. Okay? If you're 28 or up, you should have been okay. I mean, you really should have. A Sally or a Centurion with burning against one of these things, you could have been done in probably two or three holes, truthfully. Okay? A lot of people don't remember what it used to be like. <laughs> it, two or three holes would be a blessing two years ago. Two years ago, it was Matt Dog, Matt Dog, my boy. Matt Dog and I played in the same alliance. We used our overpowered pay flowers. Do you remember Matt Dog? Do you remember the joy? And the pain of suiciding that expensive pay flower into the same separatist boss four or five times before it would die. Anybody remember? All you little row flakes out there. All you little whiny babies today. When I was your age, when I was coming up in the game, we had to take our realtors and kill those things. Okay, you guys have no clue what this game was two years ago. <sighs> nonetheless, nonetheless, the milestones were adjusted to accommodate today's youth. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I can say about it. All right. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I can say about it. Because people were not getting it, Matt Dog. People did not get it. People would not listen. They did not take any of the advice that was offered by the veteran players. Okay? Because, by the way, Lego Nerd, we didn't have Pike back then. All right? And a lot of people didn't have Nero back then. We were using Eric's. Y'all remember Eric's? <laughs> Snake Eye says, I did have Nero. He was probably level five. Okay? Or Javade. <laughs> yeah, that's right, guys. Come on. Come on. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked talking about my days. All right. Yeah, that's right, Mad Dog. We would bring in all of our ships to sacrifice. And he says all four. But was it four, Mad Dog? You might have had four because you had your faction ship by that time. I'm pretty sure I still only had three docks at that time. I am pretty sure I only had three docks. I was not an Ops 28 at that time. I know I wasn't because I was flying around that McLaren. Yeah, I had to go. How about this? Actually using a North Star just to do the damage. That's right. I remember that. We had people coming in with North Star just trying to get the burning. Okay? Maybe they would take down the shields by 10% and make it easier for Matt Dog. Because he, right. by the way, Matt Dog and Bojack were the only two on my team that could, that could kill one. They Literally, even me, I couldn't do it. They were the only two on my team that could kill that hostile. Shout out Bojack. Shout out Matt Dog, Veteran Brothers. We've been in the game since day one. We remember. 
Anyway, my point about the battle, I got sidetracked. Battle Pass remember. has been, We remember, okay? Battle Pass has j- literally been just adjusted to reduce the required amount of time. So all of the Battle Pass event, sub-events, all those rewards have been crammed into the free track, folks. Now, this is the one thing that I believe could have used maybe a shade of communication or maybe even at this point could use a little communication because there was one thing. There's one thing noticeably missing from our battle pass. All right? And that is all three faction recruit tokens, all three faction credits. Obviously, we got some Federation faction credits, but we had that last arc because these are Federation officers. All right? So what we're missing here appears to be the rewards from running a faction hunt, say maybe two or three times or or maybe four, okay? That appears to be missing here. So, Scopely, I would love a little bit of clarification, and and maybe you're not going to give it, and that's okay, all right? Uh, maybe, Maybe hear this. If the faction hunt rewards, and by the way, I will do this for the community because I love them. If the faction hunt rewards were not made in to this month's battle pass, if, if the Faction Hunt rewards, because they're clearly not in the Battle Pass, but if Faction Hunt rewards are not in the Battle Pass, then that s- leads me to intelligently surmise that Battle Pass sub-events do not include Faction Hunt this month. So, what I will lovingly do for my community is respectfully request that we get a faction hunt as a concurrent event. Mad Dog says, don't do it. Too late. Sorry, I did it. Sorry, I did it. All right? Because the community wants them. The community wants them. Listen, the majority of the snake guy says, I can cut that out. Don't worry, guys. I can cut that out. All right? Guys, listen. Trucking Chick says, I'm so dramatic. I am dramatic because I hate that event. I freaking hate it. All right? And we just had it. Oh, we had nice. it. On, we, I love that event. I know. That's the problem. That's the thing. Every you either love it or you hate it. Okay. I mean, I, I and day trade says I need it because of the faction credits. It literally fast tracks my progression to a Sally. Guys, progression is not something that I want to stand in the way of. Okay. I don't want to stand in the way of it. So I understand. And Matt Dog says it can be the downtime event between arcs. I get that, Matt. But it that means it wouldn't happen enough. Okay. It wouldn't happen enough. Because we do traditionally get it four to six days a month. I mean, truthfully, okay, we get it four to six days a month on on a regular. So, it I, in my mind, it would be inappropriate, or maybe I don't I don't want to say unfair because Scopely could do whatever they want, but it would be disappointing to the community if that were to disappear. Now, clearly, Mac, you're you're right. And by the way, hey, you know what? Thank you, Mac. I want you. I want to read your comment. He says, "What happened to choose the events you want to compete in?" You damn straight, son. Guess who did not do faction hunt on Monday? I didn't. I didn't do it. I plain and simple did not have time. I did not do it. All right. So I'm not. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I took my own advice. I didn't do it. All right. Gregor has told me before that he has not done it. All right, it's 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 mind numbing, you guys. It's mind numbing. Okay, so no, I didn't do it because I literally just needed a break. Plus, I knew what was coming, <laughs> and I knew the pure hell that I would be in come Tuesday. So <laughs> I took a break. <laughs> I took a break. All right, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But back to my point, Scopely. 
faction hunt is clearly missing from the battle pass, okay? If you would be so kind as to possibly slide it in here a couple of times, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying run it six times, but, you know, maybe two, three, four, you know, hey, a day here. But maybe, hey, you know what, because it's not part of faction hunt, I mean, uh, sorry, not part of battle pass, maybe we don't need to have it back-to-back. Maybe that would be better for some players who hate it so much is if it was not back-to-back. So, hey, Scopely, let's do Faction Hunt Friday. Okay? Let's do Faction Hunt Friday. Okay? No, Faction Hunt Monday through Friday. Stop it. Let's get real here, folks. Okay? We'll do a here's a here's a proposition for you. Throw it in there. We know that the game might be busy. We know that there might be other stuff to do. Let's just sneak it in there. Faction Hunt Friday, okay? And that way people can still maybe get those rewards and that way they don't feel like you're sliding them and taking stuff away from them because right now, listen, if you said, if you came out and publicly said, "Hey, we did this with the faction uh, or the uh, battle pass sub events and put them all in the free track with one exception. We are not going to include faction hunt in this month's battle pass segment, but we will give it to you a couple of times as a, as a concurrent extra side event. Nobody would have complained about the battle pass. Nobody would have complained. I guarantee it. I, well, <laughs> that's a lie. Somebody would have complained, but we, we could have mathematically and objectively overcome that argument. Okay? And again, wonderful choice. You don't have to do it, just like me. Blue Mandalorian says, where's my Apex Research Medals? Patience, my friend. It's only October 7th. It comes once a month. One time per month, but I can tell you 1,000%. It is recurring in the month of October. It is an Apex event. Scopely has promised it monthly, and it's coming. Okay? It's coming. Yay! Don't worry. Apex is, Apex is fine. Apex ain't, ain't going away. Now, let's go back to this chart very quickly, folks, and then we need to take our first break. <clears throat> the Arc 2 free track, you can see there. I put a field over there for free percentage increase. Obviously, that really doesn't mean jack, okay, because we know that the events have gone into that. So the battle pass itself is increasing by 227% or 459% or 385% or whatever, okay? But that is literally just the events that got added in. Do, do I know for a fact that it's a 0% pay raise as compared to what the events would be? No. I actually do think, and I looked at the numbers, I actually do think that there's a mild pay raise in here, all right? And that, I mean, and that's if you did all 24 events. I still think that there's a mild pay raise in here. might not be much, but I still think that there's a little bit of one just based on the numbers. But the reason that it's a significant pay raise for you guys is that it's 18 days of effort for 24 days worth of pay. Now, if you want to take a look at the elite track, the elite track is actually pretty clean. Yes, folks, that did not come from rewards. That is just inflation. That is just increasing the contents. That is just adding more stuff. All right, let's take a look at some of these numbers. Now, granted, we've got the uh, Battle Pass sub-events included in here, but folks, 766 three-star uncommon ore. 766. For those of you saying that you can't grind, we were talking on the last show about 695 uncommon gas, okay? Right here is the proof that the events pay more than the refinery for a lot of you, okay? And why the events are so important for you to do if you need the rewards and why this battle pass change is so valuable to you because you can get all 766 ore and literally skip six days of grinding or six days of work, 
or six days of eventing. You can spend those other six days writing or remembering what your children look like or reading a good book or watching a Star Trek show. Okay, whatever, whatever makes you happy because you've got six days off and you get to choose when they are. This month, you get six PTO days. Use them how you want. If you want to be in the game, cool. If you don't want to be in the game, cool. 442 Uncommon Gas, 654 Uncommon Crystal. Good God. 654 Crystal, the most sought-after resource in the game, 650 of it. By the way, you can get that for spending as little as $19.99 American dollars. Okay? 20 bucks gets you that, that, that elite path. You don't have to spend $100 on it. 20 bucks. All right. There you go. There you go. Snake Eyes says, I'm skipping two. Guess which two? I'm going to guess Domination's one of them. What would the other one be, Snake Eyes? If you were going to skip another one, what would it be? Domination and what? Oh, mining. Oh, faction hunt. <laughs> he says he would skip faction hunt. Mining. He- Hallelujah. Skip mining well, altogether. You can. You can. All right. Although, I, I ain't going to lie, the surveyor event is way bigger, better than Mega Miner. I hated Mega Miner. Okay. I like Surveyor better because it's so much faster. All right. It's faster. If you do green data, it's much, much faster. Um, Jove says, I wish they would equal the payout of uncommon material. A great unbalance there. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure why they do that. To be perfectly frank with you, I don't know the answer to that. That one is interesting to me. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Maybe I'll see if I can get an answer to that. I don't know. Uh, except for this, that it might be random increments because of where they fall in the battle pass. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, ore has always been more. Hell, I've got the two primes for gas and crystal, and I get more ore out of the non-prime ore refinery. Hell, I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, it's just weird to me. I don't know. All right. Do we have any questions about the burst events or the battle pass? I feel like I've sufficiently explained that, and I hope that you guys can take it back and literally say in your head, Stay the hell away from the critical systems. Use the critical captains if you can to help make up the difference, okay? And this arc is going to go well for you, all right? I'm here to tell you, every time I played this arc in a non-critical system, I got zero lag. Zero lag. Folks, I'm not lying to you. I'm not shilling. Man, I cannot tell you how much personal hatred and personal attacks I took on the official Discord today. Because I tried to say the same things that I'm saying to you guys right now. <laughs> I can't tell you. Playing a non-critical system, zero lag. I'm here to tell you. Okay? Khorn says the next burst is in one minute, and I'm going to test it right now. Lieutenant Razik is literally on my server, server 15. He's going to go test it right now. I'm telling you, stay out of the critical systems. You'll do fine. All right? <laughs> Devil's Advocate says, that's right. All of you stay away from the flag systems. I'm just saying... If you want to make sure, make sure you avoid the lag, stay out of the critical systems. All right? You can check it out to see if everybody's staying out of the critical systems. But here's the thing. It's not going to happen, Devil's Advocate, because I don't have a listenership of the majority of the players in the game. I don't. All right? So you guys have an advantage. They might get in. They might be getting double points, guys. But if they can only hit one hostile every 30 seconds and you're hitting them every five or six seconds in a non-critical system, you're going to do just fine. Okay, 
you're going to do fine. Jerry Ryan says, no, I don't want to teach anybody. Thank you. I told my team, watch the video because I'm not explaining it again. Big Country says, I've had very little lag today. Commander Taylor says, lag is 100% caused by overloaded systems. 192 tests that for you every event. (laughs) I love 192. I'm so sorry. It's not funny, but it is. All right. John DeLay says the lag is real. So get out of the critical systems. Simple. Get out of the critical systems. You'll do just fine. I'm telling you. You'll do fine. Um, And if you're looking at the galaxy map, avoid the system with flags. Go to the other ones. Okay? Avoid the system with flags. Snake Eye says if I know there's going to be a DUI checkpoint somewhere, I'm going to avoid it. (laughs) There you go, folks. Best event or best advice ever. (laughs) Okay? Avoid it. There you go. Avoid it. Just saying. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We've got to take a break. We've got to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with a couple of things because uh, I do want to talk about some of the other events that we got. The PvP events have been uh, – that was actually fun. I had a good time in that event. I placed decent. I didn't, you know, do great. Uh, again, I didn't have the time to give to it, but I had fun. Huh, what a crazy word. F-U-N. <laughs> F-U-N, okay? It was fun. And I know that that is a word that some of you Star Trek Fleet Command players feel like you might not understand the meaning of. I'm going to explain it when we come back. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Cheapstick Lip Balm. Cheapstick costs less because we make it out of pieces of old candles. Hello, America. Don't worry about me. Because I'm getting better all the time I used to get mad at Fox News No, I can't complain The CNN anchors are fools They don't have a brain They say Trump is down Please tell those clowns Sleepy Joe Biden will lose He will lose I got to admit I'm getting better Better A little better All the time Thanks to hey, my nerves. I got to admit, I'm getting better. better. I'm getting better. I'm feeling fine. Nurse, extra blanket, please. Great, thank you. I used to play golf and spray tan and drink Diet Coke from a can. Then came the word, and everyone heard, didn't they? COVID has struck the Trump man. But frankly, I got to admit, I'm getting better. Better. You know, a little better all the time. Thanks to my nerves. I got to admit, I'm getting better. Better. I'm not worried. I'm getting better. I'm feeling fine. Getting so much better all the time. Nurse, can you turn on Fox News for me? Of course. Thank you so much, darling. I'll get your name later. Let me tell you, B-N-E, best nurse ever. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go 
You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Everybody. Good evening. Welcome. Yes, thank you for the request. Yeah. Tequila says, anyone not singing this in their head needs to leave right now. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Your mics are potted back up. Chick, seriously, you're not singing this song in your head? This was a great jam. I'm teasing. Yeah, you're teasing. teasing. Yeah, you are. Everybody was singing this song in their head. <laughs> everybody was singing this song in their head. It was a great jam, man. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. And thank you again to our YouTube audience getting us to the 1,000 subscriber mark. Really, really super duper appreciate that. Uh, it, it does a couple of things. Uh, for us, it helps us uh, continue to supplement the show. Somebody, you know what? I, I want to answer this question. Somebody asked. Um, what does it cost to play that song? Okay. Uh, legit, not lying to you. Every time we play a song, we play, we pay about 50 cents. Every song we, we play is roughly 50 cents. That's what it breaks out to. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> there you go. Every song we play is about 50 cents, and that's just that. That doesn't count any of the other licensing or hosting and all that stuff. So, yeah, just the songs, uh, about 50 cents a piece just for playing that 30 seconds. Um, so, uh, what I was going to say about the YouTube is, uh, what it does for us is that it helps us continue to supplement the show. Uh, what that means for you guys is that eventually, possibly advertisers may pick us up on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> and I know that that's not something that you guys maybe want to hear. Okay. But, but they may start picking us up. We where you now qualify for, uh, for partnership with YouTube. So if you happen to see, if you happen to see a spot come up, okay, it would mean a lot if you went ahead and let that that 30 seconds roll out, okay, because that's, that's how it works, okay? If you watch it, we get paid. Uh, don't, yeah, use Adblock, K-Horn. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's what's going on there. Folks, uh, I do want to get into just a couple of things real quick, and then we'll get to our game. We have determined that our game takes a little bit longer than uh, our other traditional games take, so that means we've got to cut back on our content just a little bit. Um, because we've, you know, we've got to, you know, make time for the game. Uh, Steven Darren says, yes, I'm ready to count. Uh, and we may end up having to do that. The bot responded earlier, so we're going to try just to be safe. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have much luck with that tonight. Uh, guys, uh, the one thing that I wanted to address very quickly and briefly was just some of the other uh, events, the other designed concurrent events that are going to be running along uh, with our burst events and things like that. And we saw the first one yesterday, which was Discovery on Discovery PvP. This one was, uh, was a little bit fun, uh, <laughs> crazy enough. I actually had a, a fun time with this one. Now, it was marred with a little bit of a technical thing yesterday. It was launched a little bit late. Um, but once it got going, it actually worked pretty good, right? Uh, the points were counting for the most part. There was still some lag. Uh, Patron St. Nick says it was a great event, pretty evenly balanced. Uh, it put a lot of emphasis on crew, and it did. Uh, a lot of people saying I had a lot of fun. Mr. Big said loved it. Hudson said enjoyed the event. Uh, Devil's Advocate said fun times. Patron St. Nick says great event. Uh, you guys, I'm glad to hear that because we are seeing a concerted effort by Scopely 
to introduce a few more PvP-styled events. What we're going to see coming up in this arc is dis- uh, Discovery on Discovery PvP. Um, we are going to see Stella versus Stella PvP, which is, I think, going to be a lot of fun because research, people have had some time to do some research. And, and here's the thing. The power ratings on the Stella are pretty deceiving, right? Because it depends on what research you've done. So the Stella on Stella PvP is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to use certain captains as well. It's going to give you bonus points for captains. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Guys, I don't know if you read through it or not. I Mud. Did you guys read the description for I Mud? It's in the graphics room very quickly, and I'm going to read it out loud to you. I Mud just sounds like an absolute blast, okay? This one sounds like so much fun. Let me find it very quickly. Um, where? Gosh, we have so much stuff in our graphics room, don't we? Um, let's see. We had the Who's Counting. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I lied. It is... Um, Rage of the Klingon Houses. That's the name of the event, okay? I Mud is the Stella versus Stella PvP, so sorry about that. Uh, Rage of the Klingon Houses. I am so looking forward to this one, folks. Score by destroying G2 or higher combat ships in PvP in any system in the galaxy. And moreover, lose points by losing with a G2 plus combat ship in PvP in any system. Meaning, for those of you who, A, like to trade Rialta kills, done. You're finito. You're out. All right? If you decided that you wanted to trade Orion Corvette kills, done. Finito. You're out. If you decided that you wanted to trade Tala kills, done. Finito. You're out. You cannot trade kills in this event because you're going to gain points for winning and lose points for losing. The great thing is, is that it can happen anywhere in the galaxy. By allowing PvP throughout the galaxy but restricting it to combat ships, we hope to address player feedback, giving players the flexibility to decide if they want to participate in PvP while not incentivizing attacking survey ships of players who don't want to participate. Meaning that for some of the griefers that are out there, you're not going to get points for hitting the miners. So don't worry about it. Okay, you can leave it alone. Patron St. Nick says sweep, sweep, sweep. You can do that, but you ain't going to get points. Okay, the points come from warships only. Warships only. A server-wide PvP event of warships only. Okay, (laughs) I'm super excited. Super excited. By the way, all right, and uh, and and uh, and you know what? Where did I read Snake Eyes? And it might not be in the news center yet, but there's gonna be there's gonna be bonuses for that event too. And I don't see it, so I'm not gonna go into detail because I don't see it in the news center. But folks, there's gonna be some bonuses there as well. All right, and you're gonna get a real big kick at. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and tell you because they they told us we could tell it. I don't see it written, but they told us we could share it, folks. You're gonna get incentivized points for using lower shipyard ships, meaning you can take out that pylum, sure. You can take out the jellyfish or the Enterprise, but if you can manage to get kills with a Tala, you will get more points. Yes, Matt Dog, more points for lower ships. How interesting. How interesting, says K-Horn. More points for lower ships. For using the lower ships, you're going to have an opportunity 
to help balance out the PvP and try to get more points. How low? All the way down to G2. All the way down to G2, Stevens Aaron, so you can't use the Rialta. Okay, nope. The Rialta is a G1 ship, actually, technically. All right. G2 or higher ships, folks. Okay. Yes. That's the Alliance one that gives you the uh, bonus points. Oh, bugger. Oh, yeah, I see it here. A chance to shine. Okay, so, yeah, we're going to get that one, too, and this is the same kind of thing. Uh, use G2 combat ship, extra points for using low. I knew I saw it somewhere. Okay, on. I gave you the wrong. So, anyway, but listen, my point is PvP events are making their way into the game, and they're doing it with some interesting mechanics using baby ships using baby ships to score more points, meaning that they're kind of equalizing out and, and uh, maybe narrowing the gap of the players who are significantly higher than you. If I come up on a level... Okay, let's pretend for a second, and I don't know what it's going to be bracketed at. I don't know. But let, uh, let's say, for example... Uh, and, and I say this because I don't know how the points are going to be distributed. I'm using a what if, so you guys don't hold me to this. I'm using a what if. Let's say I take my Enterprise, which is an Ops 34 ship, and I kill a Tala, which is an Ops 24. No, not even 24. It's Ops 16, right? Is it? A, it's an Ops a Shipyard 16. Is that right? Or a Shipyard 18? Anyway, if I go and I kill an Ops 34 player using a Tala, him losing in that ship has the potential to get him more points than me winning in my Enterprise. All right? Tequila Max says a million points for using Tala, one for using an Enterprise. That's probably extremely exaggerated, but that is the mechanic. More points for using smaller ships. Okay? By the way, thank you very much to Fartasia of Elkars 2.0 for posting up the classification of all the ships, G2, G3, G4, and so forth, that you can use. All right. Hydra says, are we going to get a new emergency Fendra? First of all, why don't you have hundreds of those already? Secondly, if you were scrapping them, why did you scrap them after target practice? Target practice came out. They told you we're going to use them again. They gave you one and you scrapped it already. (laughs) Silliness. Silliness. Just go build one. Go grind level 17 separatists and I'm sure you'll have no problem getting blueprints to build another one. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, some really cool PvP coming in. And I'm really, really excited uh, and motivated by Scopely getting creative with some of these PvP events. Okay. Uh, So, really kind of cool. I know some of you, and listen, they put right in the news center. Some players are not going to want to participate because traditionally those smaller players get griefed, right? Now it's a little bit more equalized. So for those of you who don't enjoy a traditional PvP event, you might actually find yourself in a position to be able to play because the points are going to be equalized for you to use a smaller ship and get more benefit than somebody who's using a big ship. Okay? It, it, again, we haven't seen it yet. All right? So I, I'm... I'm I'm excited to see it come out. I hope it implements well. I hope that it presents well. But this could be a great deal of fun. Yes, F-U-N, fun, which is, after all, the objective. It's a game. Okay? It's a game. Nothing better, says Akira, might end up being the best bang for the buck as it can easily take out G2s, not cost much to repair, and it's still an early G3 ship. You're absolutely right. Listen, nothing better. There's going to be some strategy involved here. 
Where is the ship that's going to maximize your points even if you lose? You see what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it could be fun. So, the baby jelly, uh, to my understanding, the baby jelly will be included. Uh, You know what, Snake Eyes, did you... Let me go back and look here. I want to read this very carefully. Um, Franklin, Vidar, and Stella are going to be excluded, at least from the Alliance-level event. I don't know. We'll see what the House of Klingon uh, event does, if it excludes anything. But if you look in the graphics room, the Alliance one called A Chance to Shine, it does specifically say that the Franklin, Vidar, and Stella will be excluded because they're trying to prevent griefing with these specialty ships. If you're in a Franklin, obviously you're doing Swarm. If you're in a Vidar, you know... You're, you might be doing board probes. It's a very useful ship, but the Vidar is going to be excluded, and the Stella is going to be excluded out of this one. Okay, But again, we will have to read the event when it comes out. We're going to have to read the event and find out exactly what the mechanics are when it presents, and then we're going to have fun. All right? Uh, Blokeman says the Vidar is being snubbed by Scopely. No, I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to take the specialty purpose ships and put them off limits because they presume people are using them for their specialty purpose. Uh, Scopely may or may not be fully aware that the Vidar is one of the most advantageous ships that they've ever built. So who knows, okay? Um, by the way, notice that the Discovery isn't listed there. Just saying, all right? So, so you could go just kill a bunch of Discoveries, but you could also potentially be using Summoning, too, if, I mean, if you, if you have that. All right, so, but yes, you're right, Devil's Advocate, absolutely no survey ships. Survey ships are not included because it specifically says G2 or higher combat ships and specifically says in the news center that we want to avoid players griefing miners. So if you want to mine, you're not out of the game for the entire day. Okay, so could be a lot of fun, folks. Could be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. All right. Um, Does anybody have any questions? (laughs) <laughs> Raxnar says, very, very funny. Alliance mates reading the news. That's a good one. Yeah, I know. Uh, Blokeman. Oh, am I saying your name wrong? Have I said your name wrong all this time? It's Blokemon? Like Pokemon? Blokemon? Like Pokemon. Like ah. Pokemon. Oh, there Blokemon. You go. Sorry, Blokemon. I will try to make a mental note. I've been calling you Blokeman for a year, so I'm, it might take me a while to figure that out. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, folks. So, yes, it might be time to dust off those old ships and get them combat ready because events are coming. Meow says, how many wars are going to start from the lack of reading? I'm sure that that will happen because as demonstrated today, players don't read. Players don't read instructions. That was very clearly demonstrated today. And what I tried to help prevent on the official discord and was just beat down i mean the tar was just beat right out of me uh, I, I can't do that anymore can't do it anymore uh blokemon says has anyone bought the summoning pack oh yeah I, I mean several players in my alliance have it several players on server 15 have it yeah a lot of people do have it a lot of people uh a lot of people do have it um let's see i'm trying to read some of these comments very quickly and then we'll get through uh, looks like you guys are just joking about pictures and memes in the official Discord uh, and going to war. So, okay, there you go. Raxnar says, I was a sucker for summoning. Uh, but have you used it? Because I, I will say this. Summoning does seem to have presented some benefits, for, especially for players in the real high systems. Raxnar says, I love it. Uh, so, okay, there you go. So, I mean, uh, even JB, my Alliance Admiral, by the way, who last month said that the Discovery was trash, all right, 
has now come back and said that, golly, with the extra mechanics that have been provided, I love summoning. Big country. Now that you've seen summoning in action, that's what you said. You said, I, re- I want to reserve judgment until I see it in action. Big country, I'm going to give you the last word. We're going to take our final break, and we're going to play our game for tonight where I will award somebody, uh, two people, in fact, additional sport drive components to help you on your path of progression, whether it be research or the ship. I will give you your choice of sport drive components or some uncommon materials. That's coming up after the break. Big country, you have the last word. You have now seen summoning. Give us your synopsis, please. Oh, no, I like it. It's a great, uh, great tool with uh, just like uh, anything else that's in the game that or a lot of things that's going on in the game. You know, there's lots of different ways to play it. Uh, you know, whether you're a grinder, whether you can only, you know, play a certain amount of time, you know, the, uh, in all honesty, the, uh, the, the discovery is the same thing. It has a, a huge, you know, amount of different ways to use it and i just you know i think it's a a great ship i don't know about best in fleet oh you're but it's a a good ship (laughs) it's a good ship Uh, big country would you consider it the top three in your fleet because i told you that Um, if you you considered it a top three then i was still going to take the win yeah uh, come on now quickly quickly uh, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. It's 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 up there. It's it's in my top five. Okay, top five. It's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> top five. He so. says. All right. Well, there you go. Top five right. according right. to Big Country. JB, you were a big opponent of this ship last arc. Now I know that you don't typically come in voice, uh, but if you want to, I'll let you come in and uh, give a quick comment. Uh, he's typing. Says, "Love it." Do you want to come into voice and and give it ten seconds? What do you feel? How are you digging it? He just wrote, love it, and bananas don't have voices. Uh, folks, I don't know. I will say this, and I, oh, daggone it, I don't see him here. Big, I actually had a conversation today with Der Blitz. By the way, uh, for some of you, I know a couple of you have continued to ask, you know, here and there how he's doing. He's doing good. Uh, I actually had a chance to talk to him in the game today. You guys may or may not remember Der Blitz. All right, Der Blitz uh, used to be here a lot, uh, and he had some stuff going on with real life, kind of took a step back from the time here and a step back from the game a little bit. Um, but still, you know, has been finding some time to play, and I would like to read his comment, if I could. Um, let's see. Here earlier we were talking because we actually ran into each other in one of the burst events, and uh, this was Der Blitz. He said, uh, now, of course, you guys remember, Der Blitz is kind of a no-sensor, no-filter kind of guy. Uh, he doesn't care what he says to upset anybody. And uh, here's what he wrote. I don't know why people are complaining. I've helped some new players today uh, with, oh, he was talking about separatists, with Burning and, the, and Pike and the separatist boxes. They really appreciate it. And by the way, here's what he wrote. And shockingly, all the new content all works. I even dropped a note in feedback on the official Discord that they did a really good job this time. And I, I, I fell over. I fell over in my chair. I said, that's actually really nice to hear, man. Positivity is so overclouded sometimes. I said, do me a favor. Come on to the show tonight and talk with me a little bit about it. And he said that he would try. Uh, obviously, I, I guess that he wasn't able to make it. But... Um, that was a message, uh, a quick exchange that we shared today, and I will tell him that we miss him. I know that a lot of you guys would love to hear from him because he, uh, he was oftentimes my biggest vocal opponent. He'd love to come on here and, and debate me. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if we have him. Is Hal here? Uh, Hal 
was here a little bit ago. Looks like he had to dip out too. Daggone it. He, he also likes to argue with me. And, and still, by the way, Hal, if you do happen to listen to this on the podcast later, Hal still believes that the ship is trash. He said, I still don't like it. I still don't like it. He said, it's a single-use ship, and I hate it, is what he said. And that's okay. That's completely fine. I'm not going to shame him for that, but I did want him to come on and, and explain his position as well uh, and, feel, uh, and, and be able to express why he is still an opponent of this ship, uh, which only goes to prove something that we have said on this show time and time again, and I'm going to wrap up with this before we go to our last break. Every expansion is designed for as many players as possible, but you cannot get it all. You cannot get 100% customer satisfaction. You take the most, the most customer-satisfying company in the world, and their customer satisfaction is not 100%. Okay, It can't be. It's impossible. In, in today's climate, in business, in customer satisfaction, you cannot hit everybody. The goal is to hit as many people as you can, provide the content that tries to uh, 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 get to as many people as possible, and some people are not going to like it, and that's okay. That's completely fine. There are other expansions that you might like better. If you hate the Discovery, maybe you loved Stella. You can still go back there and work on that. If you truly want to abandon this arc, then that's okay. Or you can play it a little bit. Don't spend the money on it. Play it a little bit. Grind it out. Don't feel bad if you can't finish it. And, and enjoy what you do play. All right? It's not for everybody, and I respect Hal's opinion that it's not for him. And that's completely fine. That's completely fine. I hope that there's something else in the game that he does enjoy more than this so that he's got something to do. You can't please everybody. All right. Can't please everybody. The only thing Tequila says that uh, I don't like is we just got tons of warp speed research and uh, the discovery kind of invalidated it, essentially. I would argue that, Tequila, that the discovery didn't invalidate it, but it did enhance it. As a matter of fact, uh, Fartasia, if you're still listening, I'd like to go ahead and, and take this moment to allow you to promote your latest tool on uh, LCARS 2.0. He actually has a customizable warp range chart because, by the way, I missed something. Uh, <laughs> I missed something. When we were talking about warp ranges on the Discovery, we only took into account, big country, two factors. We took into account uh, Scotty, of course, the spore drive, and then this new warp range research. What's the one thing, big country, that I missed for the VIP community, especially when it comes to dark space? What did I miss? Oh, the, the warp range increase. Enhanced research. warp core research, warp particle research. So VIPs, this road actually just got a little bit easier for you as far as the dark space components go because you've got the warp particle research that you can add as well. Fartasia has thrown up a, uh, an Excel spreadsheet that is downloadable. As with all LCARS tools, you'll have to download or save a copy uh, in your Google Drive. But essentially, here's how it works. You can punch in your ops level, punch in a couple of the different things that you've got, all right, and then be able to accurately predict what the warp range is going to be either with Scotty or without based on your particle research based on the discovery research etc cetera, etc cetera, and you can determine exactly the range that you're going to have on your discovery folks I'm here to tell you you do not have to max your discovery okay as a matter of fact big country if I'm not mistaken you told me earlier today that you are already using your discovery in dark space is that correct or have yeah. have the capability yep. of yeah he can do it. Yeah, it's our warp 128. 
Warp 120, ladies and gentlemen. Our warp range, 120, 138. Sorry, 138. Holy crikey. You are knocking on the door, that board cube, buddy. Knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I would like to, of course, thank Fartasia for keeping me honest and uh, reminding me about the particle research because I had completely forgotten about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody beat you to the punch, big country. Matter of fact, uh, Fartasia has a screenshot of somebody actually summoning the Rialta to take a shot at the board cube. There's the battle log in the chat report. As a matter of fact, moderators, if you don't mind, grab that and throw it into the graphics room if somebody wants a nice chuckle. There you go. There's somebody's level 20 Rialta tackling the 106 million board cube in warp 185. Guys, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, time to play a game and give away some Spore Drive components. We'll be back in just a moment. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Screw Value Hardware Stores. We probably don't have what you're looking for. And if we do, brother, you're going to pay. It's the sequel that's got the box office locked down. Halloween, The Revenge of Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Michael Myers is back, but there's nobody to attack because the CDC has called off Halloween. As new data comes, you make different recommendations. Will he take no for an answer, or will he trick someone who's giving away treats? Somebody's at the door. I'm not answering it. I don't want to get sick. The horror film that follows the science. Masks, social distancing, outdoors more than indoors, avoiding crowds, and washing hands. Halloween the Revenge of Dr. Fauci. Not coming soon to a home near you. Welcome back to Eyewitness News. And now for the five-day protest forecast. Let's throw it over to our rioterologist, Chuck Rocks. Thanks, Chad. Today's going to be extra cloudy from the tear gas outside the public library where protesters are mad about some old books. Tomorrow will be extra hot from the fires at the courthouse where people are mad about this Supreme Court pick. Also, a high chance of brick showers there as well. And oh my gosh, there's protesters in the studio. We didn't even say anything. Silence is violence, you monster. Let's go. Ah! Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break here, but we'll be right back right after this, we hope, on Eyewitness News. Everybody's jumping. 
Welcome in, everybody. Yeah, jump up, jump up, and get down. Welcome. I uh, appreciate you guys. I'm glad, glad you guys are having fun. It, it actually brings me great joy, uh, especially after a long, hard day of not bringing people joy on the official Discord. It brings me great joy to know that you guys are having a good time here tonight. Thank you uh, for hanging out and having a little bit of fun with us. Uh, very, very much. Uh, I uh, got a PM a moment ago from Moderator Wicked Witch who said, you know, I remember this specific specific incident a long time ago uh wicked witch this was probably what the very first uh target practice event and it might have even been older than that because wasn't this system like Paraleon or so? I don't remember. I mean, obviously, it's almost a year old because I was in a different alliance. I was still in UKA at the time. And you read this. Uh, so as much grief as I'm giving players about reading instructions, even even professionals can make a mistake. Okay, if you guys scroll up just a little bit, you'll read a, a PM conversation between me and moderator Wicked Witch about uh, me and my inability, also uh, my inability to read. So that was the separatist event uh yeah so that was almost two years ago a year and a half right wicked witch because wasn't separatist like january or february of 19 yeah so <laughs> there you go yes i do i consider myself a professional k-horn all right uh i do consider it yeah so around january february of 19 and there is uh proof positive that even I can make a mistake. I didn't read, and uh, there is the proof positive. Now, I do want to also point out, all right, this was a long, long time ago. Wicked Witch could have been really mean. I could have been really mean. We could have started a war. Uh, I want you to see how two grown adults have a conversation about a mishap in the game. Okay, that's how it happens. That's how you do it. That's how it works. Okay, handle it with professionalism and class, people. You don't need to get all mad and hateful and go sweep miners for three days. Just saying. Okay? Be nice about it. All right. Anything? I'm going to give you guys open mic. Two minutes. Absolutely two minutes. That's it. And then we got to play our game. Two minutes. If you have got anything that you would like to say. Scopely's listening. Uh, I think in, in summarizing, me personally, I feel like this is the most concentrated effort ever put forth by Scopely at responding directly to feedback in a real-time environment. I mean, just last month we had this stuff, and they redesigned it for this month, and I think that that is obvious, that they tried. I was upset that the warp range was gated past 31 rather than 30. Okay. All right. So you were looking. You know, I I mentioned this to somebody that I felt like because of the warp ranges, Scopely had had taken the intention of the discovery not to expand your warp range, but to give you instant access to what you already had. I even put in the video. I already had that access to that area. I can get there. Like, that's not giving anyone at level 30 a little, you know. I just think 30 might have, everything else was set to 30 for their level case. So why set that to 31? Yeah. It made it difficult to participate in the understood PvP event. I was was stuck to a certain crew, which sucked. Uh, Quick Thinker says the avatar leaderboard does not reflect the revised leaderboard banding. It's actually a lot worse. Yeah, well, yeah, the auction, Quick Thinker, yeah. And auctions, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know why, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know what would the harm be in giving, say, an Ops 25 access to Giorgio because they still don't have the ship strength to fully take advantage of her. You know what I'm saying? It could be a PvP changer at that level, but I still don't think it's going to imbalance the game. So I, I would also like to see tighter leaderboards even with the auctions because I don't think you break the game by putting these officers in the game. 
I think, if anything, you motivate players to possibly continue to pursue this officer. Listen, if an Ops 25 got Georgia in an auction, first of all, they're super excited. Okay, But second of all, they've got an opportunity now to continue to work on that officer throughout the game, maybe making or giving them an advantage down the road for giving you their money today. You know what I'm saying? I, I would like to see tighter PvP banding there because I don't think – you know, I don't think five Georgios on the server instead of two on the server is going to break the server. Man, you know, in my opinion, it's just uh, how's just, her I, captain ability going to affect? Like, I'll be honest with you, I kind of think you know I wasn't prepared to talk about this, and and I will say this just today, uh, we because it's been very busy at Scopely headquarters, but just today the content creation team was granted Tier 1 unlocks of these officers. So if you have some of them yet or don't, uh, our next episode coming up Sunday, we actually fully plan on a complete officer reveal. We're going to give you some testing. We're going to give you some research and let you know. At first glance, I feel like Giorgio could potentially... Uh, definitely 1,000% qualifies as epic, probably deserving of an auction. I feel like this card could be a game changer in the game, at, yes. at least as far as burning goes. We have ne- even Nero, okay? And, and people said, how, okay, let me, let me give you one troll's comment. Uh, how pathetic that your auction card is better than Nero. Nothing should be better than a classic core epic. Oh, my God. Troll, troll, troll. That's what you get, sir. That's what you get. Okay? Well, we should just fix Nero. Hello? (laughs) Well, that's what his comment was. Just fix Nero. Here's the problem, folks. Nero ain't broken. Nero's just a weak card. Okay? Yes. (laughs) Nero... What, okay, Bear, you know what? Hey, Bear actually has, is, shares the same opinion. They should have fixed Nero. Here's the problem, Bear. Nero ain't broken. Now, they could have buffed him. They could have buffed him. But business-wise, why? Why? Everybody in the galaxy, for the most part, already has him. All right, so buffing him now is going to impact your future product. Why not just put a better officer out there, which is what they did. Now, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is going to be a good conversation. Painter St. Nick says, burning is kind of blah. You know what? You're right. It always has been because Nero is the weakest of the three core epics. Well, no longer is burning going to take a back seat, folks. And I'm telling you, this card is a game changer for those of you who have had faith and worked on your augers. This card... I'm about to say, uh, Nero is not trash, guys. Nero is not... I took out a nearly 3 million with a 2.5 auger. A th- almost a 3 Listen, million enterprise. I'm not going to say he's trash. I've never said that he's trash. But is he as good as Kirk and Spock? nowhere close nowhere no, close he's not as good as that combo no nowhere close okay uh is he as no, good as should he be is he as good as gorkon carla i don't think so either on the right ship on the right yes ship. I, do, I do believe he's actually better than gorkon carla mm. okay Everybody has their opinion. Hydra says Nero is trash compared to the other core epics. Again, I'm not going to use the word trash. He works as intended. The problem is he's just always, since day one, been weak. All right? And now you have a burning officer that looks like, again, at first glance, and by the way, this is, in my opinion, not an officer that you have to get to Tier 4 or Tier 5. I can see this officer being used at Tier 1 effectively, folks. 
All right. But don't you worry. Coming up Sunday, Snake Eyes and I will have some direct uh, research for you because uh, we both got the cards and we are going to work on them. We will do some testing. I'll uh, call up my buddies over at Think uh, and uh, we'll do some testing. Okay. Because uh, they like to. They Quick like idea to, for Scopely. They like to beat up on my ships. Okay. So uh, we'll hey, do DJ. the. Yeah. Go ahead. I know, I know I've mentioned this to uh, some of my uh, alliance mates, you being one of them. Um, off faction ship purchasing. For instance. So if you're not on a faction, you can buy a. I'm Romulan Klingon. I should be able to, and I think they would make a lot more money this way. They should offer me the ability to purchase BPs for my Federation ship. So I'm not stuck not having a Federation ship till I lock my two other factions. Let me ask you a quick but without question. But the other research and stuff, it does, you put out a hindrance with those ships. Maybe. I, I get that. And, and as a skin collector, I can understand why you'd want to do that. But I have to ask, because we have definitely said it on this show many, many, many times. I, again, I discourage the, the, the purchase and the upgrading of all three of a certain level of ship. If you're a skin collector and you just want the ship, that's one thing. But if you're Romulan and Klingon and you want to go back and pick up a Federation ship, I'm going to urge you to be very, very cautious about that and look at your, at your flow of materials and your resources and your progression in the game because that can set you back. That can set you back artificially, and, uh, and I don't know that that's a good thing for you. Okay. That being said, if you're a skin collector, I get it, uh, and there are paths to do that. Uh, and, of course, you're right, Scopely being Scopely, would look for an opportunity to monetize just about anything that they could, I believe. <laughs> so this may be one that we send up uh, and see. But I just, I, I think, I think that that could potentially impact the game in ways that they don't want. Um, potentially, like for example, that would eliminate the grind. Let's say, let's go back a year. Do you guys remember going back a year when the auger was actually broken and people went down the Romulan path and the auger, and so then they got the auger right and found out that it was garbage and immediately regretted what they did and wanted to go back through another another track. Now, that's an example of, you know, Scopely's fault, okay? Obviously, that player deserved to have a level 34 ship that worked, okay? But what if, what if I got to level 34 or level 35 or 39 or whatever and I max out my auger and then all of a sudden I just decide, I'll just drop 500 bucks and buy an Enterprise and go grief everybody. You see what I'm saying? There, there is potentially problems. Now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't be in favor of it. I'd have to think about that a little bit. I'd actually have to think about it a little bit as to whether or not I, f- I feel like that would cause a problem to the community. But if players want to do that, even for the purposes of ship collection, then, you know, hey, why should I stand in your way? Uh, I'll, I'll absolutely ask about it. I'll ask about it. I just don't know. I don't know what advantage you would have, to be honest with you. Now, why would you want to do that, Serena? Well, um, if I could purchase a lost you, brother. If I could purchase a, then uh, my push to talk keeps going off. That's okay. Um, then I'm at the level where I could actually get an an enterprise if I had Federation rep all the way maxed out. Mm-hmm. I could start purchasing my BPs. Whereas if I could just buy the enterprise. I'd be more inclined to, okay, I don't have to grind my Federation up to max in order to get my Enterprise. 
So that saves me time being one of those people who doesn't get to play a whole lot. Yeah. Having two young children and well, a six day work week. I get that. I, I, I may argue though that, I mean, what's your rep now for Klingon and Rom? Are you locked? Oh yes. I just what, locked. You and, did good. And what's your ops level? I do good. What's your ops level? My ops is 30 right now. Your ops 30 and you're already 10 million locked with Klingon and Rom? Yeah. All right. I don't feel bad for you. Go grind it out. He's son. a little behind, I think. Go, gr- yeah. <laughs> go grind it out. Done. Go grind it out. I, seriously, you, you got all the time in the world. You literally don't need to work past 10 million until ops 39. You've got nine levels. Go grind it out, buddy. All right. Yeah. Sorry, all right, DJ. I'm, uh, but I can answer his question. <laughs> the reason that you still want to grind the reputation even if you buy the enterprise, is there a research is locked behind reputation? Absolutely. That will make your enterprise so much more better mm-hmm. if you can unlock those as well. Agreed. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, Sir, I, I understand. I understand that you just want to buy it, and that is a classic pay-to-progress model. You want to skip it, but uh, I think that you would do yourself more harm than good. Go grind it out, buddy. Go grind it out. Well, All right, folks. I'm not saying just for me. I'm just saying because I'm free to play. I'm just saying, for those who do spend the money, they might want to skip the grind. He's saying it might have been the the one thing that he actually spent on if it was (laughs) available. Uh, Spend two to three weeks and do it for free. Spend two to three weeks, grind out the rep, and you can stay free to play, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, time to play the game. It is time for the Family Feud. Let's give something away. Stevens Aaron says it is a valid point. I'm not saying it's not a valid point, guys. I just, I mean, that's a core mechanic. Do we really want to mess with it? Do we want to mess with that? I don't know. I'd have, like I said, I'd give it, a, I'd give it some thought. All right. All right, folks, welcome in. It's time to play the feud. If you pick me and my brother, then it'd be like a real family. What in the heck is this? Snake Eyes, what's wrong with the bot? <laughs> All right, Stevens Aaron, we're gonna have to do the uh, we're gonna have to do the, the screenshot and count. So folks, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Don't leave the room or you're gonna be excluded. If you're not in the room in the next 25 seconds, you will not be qualified. Stay right where you are. Don't move, ladies and gentlemen, while Stevens Aaron screenshots the members list. Oh. Stevens Aaron is ready to go. All right, folks. Stevens Aaron, what's my count? I need a count to throw into the random number generator. And the count is 99. All right, where's my... Oh, there it is. 99 is the number. Not bad for late on a Wednesday night. I'll take it. Ooh. Well, this one's an easy one for you. And here it comes into the upload, uh, into the chat room right now. There you go. Mr. Stevens Aaron, find us an easy one. One off. Oh, shucks. You're one off. Quick Thinker, congratulations to you. Quick Thinker. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I knew it was broken. I was just hoping it came back online. Quick thinker, you've got an opportunity to play here on Talking Trek's Family Feud Fast Money Round. We're going to change it up today. We, we discussed this in our gold episode last week. We're going to do we're going to do a couple of things, uh, uh, one or two things a little bit differently. All right. Quick thinker, I'm going to allow you to choose your partner. Quick thinker, you get to choose your partner. If there's somebody in here you want to play with, you get to choose your fast money partner. Housekeeping. Housekeeping, you get a chance to play. Quick thinker and housekeeping. Oh, my goodness. Raxnar, please go take care of everything and let us know that everything is well, okay? Absolutely. Go take care of that. Hope everything is well. Thoughts and prayers with you. All right. Life-saving technology. Yeah, that is. That's that's important stuff, especially for those who have it. All right, quick thinker. Quick thinker and housekeeping. Are we ready? Now, here's, here's what we need to do. First of all, quick thinker, are you able to play in voice? We did determine last week that this game is easier to play in voice. Oh, that would be great. If you can come in and play in voice. Housekeeping, can you play in voice? Because this game is a lot more fun if you can play in voice. Ah, oh, on it. Okay, well, that's all right, housekeeping. That's all right. No, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it this way. No, that's okay. Housekeeping, you still get to play. But here's what I'm going to do. Now, don't freak out. It's going to go dead silent on you. I'm going to put you in our silencing booth. Okay? You're not going to have an opportunity to come out here and listen to any of the options. Okay? So I'm going to put you in the silencing booth. You do not have a chance to listen to any of these questions. I'm throwing you in the silencing booth right now. So don't freak out and don't go anywhere. Okay? All right. Quick thinker. Come on into voice. Quick thinker. Are you here, Quick Thinker? Here's how it's going to work, Quick Thinker. Uh, you know how the game works. I'm going to read you five questions. You just have to give your answer. Because you're in voice, you are only going to have 25 seconds to respond, okay? The timer will begin after I read the first question. you got 25 seconds. Just pop off whatever's in your head. Have you ever seen Family Feud? Yep, I'm ready. All right, so you know how the game works. Here we go. Uh, let's play... Family Feud, Talking Tricks, Fast Money, come on! All right, here we go. Name something that Santa does that you wouldn't want your house guests to do. Come down the chimney. Name a part of the house where you're most likely to set a mouse trap. Kitchen. Name something specific that must be really hard for astronauts to do while in space. Go to the bathroom. If you wanted to marry a cowboy, where would you start hanging out? In the barn. Name an event you might have a lot of leftovers from. Party. Okay, very good. Very, very, very good. Yeah, please don't give hints. Okay, so we got the five answers. Now let's check and see how you did. All right, and by the way, I need somebody to help me with points and help me keep track of the answers, okay? Name something. I got it, DJ. Okay, thank you, Chick. All right, let's take a look. Name something that Santa does that you wouldn't want your house guests to do. You said, come down the chimney. All right, let's take a look. Survey says, please do not answer. Tur- some, one of the mods, turn on slow mode. <laughs> turn on slow mode. All it's right. On. Thank you. Um, come down the chimney. Survey says. Very good. Come down the chimney at 59 points. Very nicely done. Name a part of the house where you're most likely to set a mouse trap. Uh, you said kitchen. Is that what you said? Yes. I'm trying to remember. You said kitchen. Survey says 
Very good. Kitchen is on the board. 48 points. Name something specific that must be really hard for astronauts to do while in space. What was the answer? Uh, what did you say? Use the restroom. Use the restroom. Okay. Uh, survey says... 28 points on the board. 28 points. Very nice. Okay, very good. Uh, If you wanted to marry a cowboy, where would you start hanging out? You said the barn. (laughs) (laughs) The barn. Uh, All right, not, not, not the best answer. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 you listen, people don't understand how pressure this game is until you're in the hot seat. All right, you said the barn. Survey says it's on the board, and we're going to give you 27 points for it. Wow. Uh, yeah, very nice. All right, finally, name an event you might have a lot of leftovers from. What did you say? Party. You said a party, Okay. And survey says, very good. Party is on there. That's 23 points. My God, did you just score 200 points all by yourself? Truck and chick, how many points did she? 185. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 185. All right. There you go. 185 points. better not blow this. Yeah, my goodness gracious. Okay. Housekeeping is back in from the soundproof booth. All right. So nobody give any answers. Housekeeping, welcome back. All right. Now, you're going to be playing in text tonight. So you're going to get 60 seconds. Our PM is open. I am now watching it. You're going to get 60 seconds. All right. Uh, the timer will begin when I immediately, uh, when I'm done reading the first question. If you hear this sound, then that means you must answer again and that the question has, or that that answer has already been provided. Housekeeping, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Name something that Santa does that you would not want your house guests to do. All right, he's typing. Quickly, quickly. You've got to type faster than that. Uh, sorry, guess again. Guess again. Already down to 45 seconds, my friend. Going to have to hustle. Okay, name a part of the house where you're most likely to set a mouse trap. Okay, name something specific that must be really hard for astronauts to do well in space. <laughs> sorry, guess again. guess again (laughs) he just guessed the same thing twice okay if you wanted to marry a cowboy where would you start hanging out name an event you might have a lot of leftovers from hurry four seconds Ah! oh he got it he got it I'm going to give it to him it literally came in at the very very last second he got it I'm going to let him have it. You used all your time there. And listen, you, you, you guessed the same one twice. That would, have, that would have probably hurt you. All right, let's check these answers. All right, now, first of all, housekeeping, I probably should have told you this. The pressure should have been off a little bit because your partner scored 185 points. All you had to do was score 15 points, and you guys are winners tonight. 15 points is all it took, okay? Uh, Let's find out. Name something that Santa does that you would not want your house guests to do. You said put stuff out. Uh, Put stuff out. Uh, Survey says not on the board, not on the board. Name a part of the house where you're most likely to set a mousetrap. You said in the corner. In the corner. Uh, Survey says... 
Not on the board. 15 points is all you need, housekeeping. Name something specific that must be really hard for astronauts to do while in space. You said sleep. Survey says. That's it, everybody. A hundred... And 85 points plus the 16 that you just got from sleep makes you a winner. 200 points. And you guys each hook up with your choice of 250 sport drive components, uncommon parts, whatever, whatever. 201 points. You, uh, we, we can go through the rest of them here. Uh, the last one, name an event you might have a lot of leftovers from. Uh, he said Thanksgiving. And uh, survey says that that was the number one answer at 38 points. Uh, giving you the number one answers all the way across the board. Name something that Santa does that you wouldn't want your house guests to do. Coming down the chimney was the number one answer. Name a part of the house where you're most likely to set a mouse trap. The kitchen was the number one answer. Name something specific that must be hard for astronauts to do while in space. Eating and drinking would have been the number one answer. Uh, if you wanted to marry a cowboy, where would you start hanging out? The rodeo was the number one answer. Yeah, that was the number one answer. We didn't even get to that one. That was your answer, housekeeping. And then finally, name something, or name an event you'd have a lot of leftovers from. Thanksgiving was the number one answer. Ladies and gentlemen, and that is your Talking Trek Fast Money Round. Congratulations. Both of you guys are winners. Yeah. Hey, listen, Steve Harvey is better at it than I am. I, I will admit that. Congratulations to both of you. Make sure you PM me your player IDs and your choice. You get to choose 250 Sport Drive components. You get to choose three-star uncommon material, four-star uncommon material, or four-star uncommon parts you uh, you got it, okay? So very, very good. Congratulations to you guys. You get your choice. And might I recommend you grab those sport drive components because, lordy, lordy, we need them. All right? Guys, any questions, anything at all that I can answer for you before we get ready to wrap up? We've been on the air. Oh, goodness. Snake <laughs> guys, how, how do we always do this? So terrible. All right, anything at all. Very, very quickly. Anything, anything, anything. Boxers or briefs? I plead the fifth, because right now I ain't wearing none of them. Uh, Hydragum says, how good would you say Tilly is? Uh, my early reaction to Tilly is in base defense, okay? Uh, in the captain's chair, in base defense with full synergy, that is my base defense. Scaly says, F2. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, Joe. 4 a.m. in the morning. Thanks for the show. Appreciate it. Best Stella PvP crew. Oh, gosh. Uh, I guess... Mm, best Stella PvP. Depends on your research. Yeah, it really does depend on your research. <laughs> Depends on your opponent's research as well. I, I kind of, you know, if you have gone the bottom track of the alpha leg, then probably a Spock, uh, Kirk Spock. If you've gone the top row, then you're probably maybe looking at the new Giorgio card or like a Yuki Marcus possibly, um, you know, something that's focused on attack. So, yeah. Um, Nero's Burning Crew. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> I don't like that one. Um, anything else? Any other questions? Anybody need anything before we get ready to wrap up? Nope. Okay, great. <laughs> it's a, we're way over our time. Folks, thank you so much for hanging out. It's been... Uh, sorry, Scaly, go right ahead. What do you got, buddy? Scaly, quickly. Scaly, Scaly, Scaly. Slow still on. That's why I was asking questions. Oh, moderators, fix the slow mode, please. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's, it might still be for Scaly. He's about 14 minutes behind. 
Okay. <laughs> Scaly, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Scaly back from the Outback joining us here. Appreciate you being here. All of you guys, thank you so much. Thanks to uh, our guest tonight, Big Country, for offering his commentary. JB for offering an opinion on our newly discovered. And, of course, all of you guys for being here and having a little bit of fun with us tonight. Thank you for bringing some joy to the end of my day. I very much appreciate it, and I thank you. Uh, folks, that's it. That's the show. Hope you guys had a good time, and I hope you guys learned a little bit of something. You can go back and take to your team, take to your Alliance chat, take to your Galaxy chat, spread the knowledge, do well, dominate your leaderboards, finish your solo milestones, and enjoy the reduced screen time. Thank you, Scopely. Appreciate it. Guys, my name is Ultimate DJs, and I would like to invite you to join our website. Please visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. There you're going to find all, all kinds of links, including a link to our Amazon merchandise store. Guys, if you do shopping on Amazon, I'm going to take just a second and ask you to use our link. Go to our website first, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Then click the Amazon button because you're not going to pay any more. If you link that over to Amazon, you pay the exact same, and they pay us, all right? I'd really appreciate you doing that. Plus, while you're on our website, you could explore looking and joining the patron program and joining these fine players like Gregor, Scott, Bankman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, Doom, Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck Sagrun, Pops, Dark Lord, Steven Zarin, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, Thorn, Virtual Army, uh, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NCN Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Heidi Grubbs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Space Sheriff, Rurstot, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, and our newest gold patron, Commander Taylor. Thank you so very, very much for being a member of the Gold Patron Club. Join on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Folks, I'd like to thank you for being here and being a part of our live studio audience where Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll catch you next time. Love you, man. Bye-bye.